Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine Podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. And Eric... Hashtag today is Tuesday. Hashtag today is Tuesday. Well, I thought what today, day is it? I, it's uh, Tuesday. <laughs> How do I know? It's well, it's hashtag. Oh, okay. That everyone else is that. saying if look, if enough people say it's true, it's true. All right. Everyone else on social media is saying it's hashtag Tuesday, so it's Tuesday. All right. I'm pretty sure. And if I'm wrong, everybody else is wrong at the same time, which means kind of we're right. I mean, if every if we everybody agreed in the world that this was Wednesday, would it not be Wednesday? Hmm. Hmm. Something to what think is about. Time. Yeah, we're we're opening up uh, pretty heavy this morning. What is time? What is space? Well, I'm surprised that you didn't start me off with. Isn't this safer Internet Day or something? I've I've heard that today is considered that too. Safer, it's not trending though. Not trending. It's not trending. Yes, because everybody understands that there's no way to produce a safer internet for anyone. <laughs> there was no way. Now, I know on one hand, it's kind of about, well, update your passwords and blah, blah, blah. But the other thing I would imagine is also, you know, let's keep some uh, younger folk from not being exposed to, uh, you know, what the adults have done to the world so soon in their life. I think, I think it's a good idea that kids uh, have this period of time of not knowing how horrible adults are. It's about like 10, 12 years. Yeah. I think it's good for you. I think it pays off later in your life. If you suffer under the delusion that adults are essentially swell people who are looking out for you, that if you suffer under that delusion for 10 or 12 years, it'll pay off later. Now it's uh, with the internet, you know, between the ages of four and six, I think is when probably most people are like, oh, adults, not so good. I didn't know they could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, adults are so... Uh, uh, immature that they, they don't even care that they're ruining the world. So I think it's kind of silly to have safer internet day if we're thinking about in those terms. Because we all understand that that is uh, that's beyond the Wild West. There's no making it safe. All you could do, maybe, is if, you're gonna, if you have children, you think, okay, well, I'm going to move to the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and have, nice farm. Yeah, get off the grid. No electricity. <laughs> how far do you? How, how far away do you, do you have to take your children? And how how far off the grid do you have to go for the, that they would live their first ten or eleven years without being exposed to adult debauchery? I wonder how how far would you have to go? How about just a little south of Murphy, North Carolina? That's now that's well, that's about two hours from here. That's yeah, well, but I know, but I got to get off. I can't have my kids. First of all, in, order, in order to keep off. my in order to keep my kids. <laughs> Off of the internet, you know, I think it's pretty obvious they can't have any friends. <laughs> or if they do have friends, they're only allowed to uh, get together with them, you know, in the living room where, a, where an adult can see. It's like Certainly a- not going to let you go spend the night over there because I don't, you know, their parents, they probably don't care. 
It's like you weren't allowed to watch a movie, but you go to your friend's house in the 80s and they had HBO. Exactly. The parents went to bed early. I mean, it's the same kind of thing, but it's just what you're being exposed to is a little bit different. My wife tells me that uh, back in the, I think, early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, for some reason her parents wouldn't let her watch Flipper. So she would go to a friend's house. Those kids never wore shirts. To watch a show. Flipper. A, a flipper was a show about a dolphin yeah, and a kid. But yeah, they were against, bad? No, no, I they were against porpoise. Uh, I, I think that probably it was on at the same time that he liked to watch something oh, okay, else. I don't think okay. they, they were morally opposed to it. Gotcha. That kid had too many freckles, man. Uh, it, it was <laughs> beyond weird. Yeah, the number of uh, individual freckles on that very small face. Yes, yeah. it was. I don't think uh, I don't think that's a moral question. More falls in the line of simply disconcerting. Yeah. You know, but it was something to uh, think about when deciding whether or not your children should watch Flipper. But the point is, the uh, it's exactly the same thing now. It's just that back in my wife's day, she was being exposed to Flipper as opposed to going over to a friend's house and being exposed to everything that an older kid at school showed him on the playground this afternoon. And that's as far as it goes. So we know, we're adults. We've screwed it up. We've screwed up the world. Look at the world. And uh, basically, we've given children access to it. At a very, very young age. And we could talk about it. We can lament it. But we're not going to change any of our behaviors. I mean, for the good of children? Are you kidding me? But aren't we giving them knowledge, though? We're giving them access to more information at their fingertips than ever yeah. before. Oh, yeah. yeah. To build a bomb. Yeah. Oh, it's no. wonderful. Like an, eight, an eight-year-old can be interested in a vehicle, type in Hummer. Mm. Yeah. Oh. oh, no right? filters on that. Right, uh, right. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, you're correct. Hey, did I just outrage you? Now tell me I'm wrong. This is yeah, the world you, you to put together. For that. You put you have to put make sure that your kids don't have, you know, Safari on their iPad. Oh, the, so you don't allow your kids to uh, wander onto the internet. They can only survive you keep them inside of a, the walled garden of particular apps. Yeah. Okay, well that makes some sense. But I think that they're still going to, you know, they're going to go over to a friend's house. That's my point. Oh yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. There's no uh there's no getting you know, I I wonder how long if you don't just like pick up, leave, move in the middle of nowhere, have no access to the internet. What is the average time that the child now finds out that uh, adults are just uh, disgusting? I mean, because I think I didn't find out until I was about 12 or 13. I would I imagine. I tell my kids. You're disgusting? See, I'm you know, disgusting. I'm disgusting. It's hard to and hide it day... when you're autumn. <laughs> 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 one day you'll... So you want to, like, uh, preemptively, you've made your move. Look, you guys one day will realize... That I'm horrible, so I'm yeah. gonna let you know right now. Well, I, I mean, I do that kind of thing where I'm, I yell at them, and then I, I feel sort of guilty about it mm-hmm. because maybe I overreacted, and I say, "Hey, sorry, yeah. I'm not perfect." Poe buddy's nerfect. because uh, <laughs> then they get the point and they get a good laugh. That's a yeah, double whammy right we, there. Then we laugh. That's right. I don't like puns, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> is that her uh, youngest, Pete? That's my yeah. Pete. Who, who, who speaks as if he's had a cold since Bob. he was one and a half years old. You should get him into like uh, uh, cartoon voiceover type stuff. Because didn't like Charlie Brown always have a cold, basically? That's because a woman was doing the voice. Well, I know that, but... Uh, women are always having colds? What? Yeah, <laughs> women be having colds. Women be having no, colds? No, it's an affectation to sound more male. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. They put it on. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. I'm tired of these uh, female uh, voiceover artists yeah, stealing like the jobs right. of uh, young 
men. Yeah. You have to have a real messy person. Yeah, I mean, we have, the, we have this whole thing about now where you can't have somebody play something, you know, like a gay actor. Actor has to be gay to play. <laughs> so, so shouldn't it be like a five-year-old? If you're going to have a five-year-old, it's got to be a five-year-old. It's got to be consistent. Otherwise, I can't process that as a viewer or a listener. I'll tell you what, I'll boycott it, though, because that's something I'm good at. <laughs> Cancel that child. I'm good at not doing things. That's why why I'm so good at boycotting. (laughs) Turns out that lazy people are the best people when it comes to being boycott activists. Because it's very easy for us just to not do something. Yeah, the chants are easy. Hey, ho, this thing has got to go. Hey, Uh hey, ho, ho, ho. This mm-hmm. thing has got to go. Blah, Fill blah. The, the current thing. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah. Blah, blah. Everything has got, got to go. go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. What? And uh, there's, our, there's our friend Brunch. He, uh, he works, uh, that's his nickname, but uh, they call him Brunch. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Beltline Brunch, they call him. Hey, you want to meet me on the Beltline Saturday and Sunday at around, I don't know, one? <laughs> okay. Hey, you, uh, you've, you've, you've brunched at every brunchable place on the, on yeah, the Beltline. I've done pop-up brunches, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to doing another pop-up brunch this weekend. And sometimes I do two brunches on Saturday Yeah. because I'll drink a little bit in the morning. Yeah. And then later in the afternoon, I'm like, it's almost 3 o'clock. Let's go get some brunch. When, is it, when, when you're going to have Second a good brunch. time, you, you're fun. It's uh, you know, good planning is very important. It is Those important. Details. Jared, Jared taught me that. Well, you start Jared, drinking. what's the longest brunch you've taken? Oh, I've brunched from 11 a.m. till 5:30. At what point does it become lunch or dinner? Well, we kind of call it <laughs> we call it brunchler. Okay. <laughs> yes. This is Jared Yamamoto. He's the he's like Mr. Uh, local pride, Atlanta pride, Absolutely. city pride. He's pushing every city. day. So his stories just. Thrown at me, like, look at this! Isn't this great? Uh, Thirty Atlanta million dollars. Brunches. Thirty million dollars with the boat line now. Oh. It's like, uh, yeah, that's just yeah, they want to complete the southern part of it, so that way people have fair well, access. Are to the it. homeless having trouble getting from one side <laughs> from one side to the other? Now you can get robbed three hundred and sixty degrees. <laughs> yeah, just go go all the way in a circle. Yeah. I don't know. You you won't. You're sure on a on a nice bright sunny day. I'm sure that you'll. Only be uh, robbed and or made to feel uncomfortable five to seven times. What I like the whole thing. What I would like to see personally from the Beltline Brigade is I would like to see the, the Beltline Brigade. Yeah, the, from the, the folks that you know, Big Beltline, the people big, that put oh, it together. Yeah. I got a big Beltline. <laughs> hey, I'm working on it. Yeah, puts it together. It used to be. Is the area behind Piedmont Park? I want that area done. I don't know why they've built yeah. everywhere around it except the area behind Piedmont Park. There has to in all of this gentrification. We still need areas where uh, serial killers can crouch. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Yamamoto, I see on my uh, Doctrine Cut Sheet. It's official, by the way. Those are the audio. Is it official? It is official. Who signs it to the make official. it official? Uh, Jared, myself, and the ghost of Thomas Jefferson. He's canceled. <laughs> That's why we use the ghost. Okay. It's not, he's here, but not here. Best of both worlds. Uh, it says here, and this, this is my audio cut sheet. Number one, audio of F-22 Shooting down Chinese balloon. Is this the same one? Those two rednecks on? Uh, no, 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 no. This this is the actual like plate. <laughs> we got it. Holy yeah. yeah. I done threw a missile hey. at him. <laughs> man, oh man, are we? This is a. Are we getting prepped up for war with the Chinese? Or I mean, I was listening to Hannity on the way home, and it just. Anyway, we got to go time. after these Chinese. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. 
All right, are we going to be done fighting the Russians first, excuse or are we going to do it at the same time? Excuse me, Mr. Von Hessler. All the Democrats yeah. have their war in Europe, so we get to have our war in Asia. Okay. Well, just, the important thing is that we just always, 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 always are at war. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I was being sarcastic. And the libertarians are going to get their chance as well. Do we get a war, too? Libertarians get to invade Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> just let us know when it's our turn. So, uh, should I listen to this? Yeah, it's, this is pretty cool. This I is found, the, like, the video. The pilot yeah, audio. It's yeah, pretty cool. it's pretty cool. It's the, the pilot video. audio. I found that the video was a little anticlimactic. I expected it to be blown into smithereens, and it's just like... Well, maybe, <laughs> the, well, maybe the audio will change your mind. Break one. Flash one. T-O-I one. Hunter's copy. Flash. As they kill, the balloon is completely destroyed. Now, do you have the other? Can you find the other one in your thing? Because we played it on the podcast. Thirty. It, it is loaded with cussing, so I've got to. I've got to, oh, I've got to clean it up. That's right. We do. I, I was going to play it through my phone, but then I remembered yeah. it was yeah. full it, of cursing. But I, I'll fix it during the news. Well, that's the podcast thirty. Sometimes you'll hear an, uh, an errant word or two. That's true. It's unlike the radio show. I forgot. <laughs> that, that is not. Believe me, those those were uh, part of Myrtle Beach's no! finest. There. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah! Come on, Abby. I'm proud to be a Myrtle Beachian. I'm so proud of my state. Oh, I'll bet you, Lindsey Graham. I want South a piece Carolina. of that balloon to put on my desk. I know, and you love what they shot it down with that. Oh, did you see sleek, that missile? So long, sleek, shiny. Sleek. Can't see it coming. That's the best one. Best kind. A surprise. Surprise missile. That's right. Oops. You are such a patriot. Yeah. How's your sister doing? She is a peach. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> Biden is uh, giving a big speech tonight, State of the Union. Here's his preview. Again, you'd have to drag me. Th- I don't want to say it. Uh, you Not you would have to. I would rather be dragged through glass than to have to sit and watch this. I'll, I'll wake up tomorrow and the speech will be. A, you know, the, always true about this speech. It takes 45 minutes because of all the stupid protocol clapping and nonsense. And the next day, you can read it in like 10 or 12 minutes. And it's always just a laundry list of things that mostly won't get done. That's the State of the Union. State of the Union speech is, um, let's just be the cool guys who mentioned it so that in two years when people go to the polls, they'll whatever their policy issue is, well, they didn't do it, but at least he mentioned it. So I guess he's kind of in my mindset. So I'll, that's what State of the Union is. It's all just crap. <laughs> Well, huh. here's his teaser for tonight's speech. Was he asked, was he asked uh, what are you going to give us tonight? Yeah, and here's his answer. I want to talk to the American people and let them know the state of affairs, what's going on, why, what I'm looking forward to working on from this point on, what we've done, and uh, just have a conversation with the American people. <laughs> yeah, it's a conversation with everybody out there. So, yeah. I've been working on it all day. I worked on it all night. How how is the conversation? It's just people listening to you speak. How's well, that? speak at your TVs. If they agree with me, they'll go right on. And if they hate me, they'll say whatever stupid Republicans say. So, is there any sort of? Because you know, it occurs to me that you got the second screen now with the phones and the iPads. Maybe you could uh, have kind of a little back and forth. You know, a little. Uh, you know, do you like this? We'll be do doing you know? it on Twitch. And if you donate, if you, yeah. if you, if you, if you, hey, look, become a super subscriber on Twitch. I'll give you a shout out in the middle of the State of the Union. Thanks to Magapile246 <laughs> for your $15 donation. Hang on a minute. we got to play a hook from some classic rocks. Hang on. We'll call them super citizens. Yeah, uh, you're a super citizen if you donate. I, I don't care who you vote for. Just donate because we got to help Ukraine. I just love it. Just looking around. It's just as an adult. How many years been through this? Just looking at this. Like, why do people take the speech seriously? Honestly, 
Does anyone remember anything he said? Well, remember last year he had this gaffe. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Well, no. Why, why would he? Why, why, why would he go to Kiev in Ukraine to find to search for the hearts and souls of the Iranian people? Trumps were entertaining, at least. Uh, well, those are entertaining. You don't think that's entertaining? That is. He meant to say Ukraine. It's, it's an easy mistake. It was, Trump's also, sort of a stand-up routine for. No, no, right. He would do. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi would be performative, ripping up things. <laughs> like, apparently, did you ever hear that McCain thing? He kind of stole that from Chris Rock. Oh, he did. I yeah, the know. thing that he got. What did he say? I like my. I like my heroes that don't get shot down yeah. or something like that. And apparently he had lifted that line from a Chris Rock special or something. Dang. So he certainly that. was thinking in those terms. Joke thief. Biden also had other other things. Yeah, you know, listen, I could have buy January 6th, but a man who steals jokes, no, I'm sorry. I'm out now. You're not getting my vote. I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. What's that? What's that last so, year? Yeah, I've ordered, like... and I still order more pills. I have to take 78 pills a day in order to stay alive. <laughs> it's so, either that oh, or forgot. the diaper. Yeah. I forgot. So, so between yeah. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Yeah, that. And yeah. I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. If Need only some you, pills? I don't. I'm fine. <laughs> pills. You got, what kind of pills you got? I got Kumin in. Is that what's that for? Though? Is that a cholesterol thing? C- c- cholesterol, blood, blood pressure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, don't need that. You don't need uh, that. Either. Nah, I'm pretty. Ibuprofen, 800 milligrams. You take one instead of four. That's great. Knock out that headache and like my an mom. Hour. My mom used to visit those uh, those 800 milligram. Uh, Get you going. A nice bath. Nice warm Hunter bath. Hunter smokes them. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> what? At the very end of your State of the Union speech. You mistakenly read a line that wasn't on your teleprompter oh, yeah. last year. This yeah. one. Go get him. Go get him. <laughs> Jared, I believe, you know, we are on the search for and we'll play every single one that we get. What we're looking for. Hillbillies on Myrtle Beach with viral videos watching the Chinese spy balloon being shot down. These are so great. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yee-haw! Well, let's first, can we go back to the F-22 people? Because I thought they were pretty professional. Rank one. Flash one. CLI one. Hunter's copies. Flash. Is a kill. The balloon is completely destroyed. All right. People just doing their job. Good work. Meanwhile. Now the hillbillies down at the beach watching it all go down. Oh, yeah. Here we go, baby. Get him. Oh, man. I got it. I just heard the boom. <laughs> yeah, she heard yeah, it. You see shiny stuff. <laughs> see all that shiny stuff. That shiny as hell. I see shiny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got it. Take Look that, that. <laughs> <laughs> Who heard the boom, sir? Was it you or My was wife it your... heard it. you? So I heard the boom. You heard the boom. I heard the echo of the boom. <laughs> but she broke the news. She, she said, there's a boom. And I went, I heard the echo of the boom. And all that shiny stuff. What is oh, that? I want some of that. I got to hear that whole thing again. I didn't know. Oh, oh yeah. Here we yeah. go, baby. Get it. I just heard the boom. <laughs> 
You hear it? You hear it? Boom, just went off. Yeah, you see shiny stuff. Yep. I see shiny stuff. Yes. Go get out there and get some of that shiny stuff. Bring it back. That might be valuable. After all, it's shiny. Might be diamond. Yeah. You don't know. You could sell it to your cousin. We could put it on eBay. You can own a guaranteed piece of shrapnel from the China balloon. <laughs> what would a person be willing to give for that? You're buying history. Daisy can make it into necklaces. <laughs> you Daisy, you make it into necklaces with shiny things? You do your own now. I make it out. I do a lot of things with the shiny stuff I find on the ground. You just got an Etsy store. That's right. I used to find lots of pop tops. Mm-hmm. But pop they tops. ain't around as much no more. No, but she can make the pull. If they take the pull tab off of the beer can and leave it in the sand, see, yeah. I got one of them metal detectors. Yeah, yeah. And I go out there in the morning and at night after people have left. Yeah. And I got, you know, all my gear and everything. And I find all sorts of things. Pop tops. Oh, he finds. Yeah, he find all kind of stuff I make. <laughs> yeah, and then she makes Sh- jewelry out of it for her Etsy. Do you ever find shiny things? Oh, shiny pl- stuff? Yeah, or- we find shiny things. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Damn, where's that boom at? I just heard the boom. Thank you. I told you. <laughs> no. Yeah, you see shiny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> First she thought Dale had farted, but it, it wasn't Dale. I hear a boom every morning when you I, I don't friend. bring it in. Don't don't I, make it. Don't make it what oh, it is. We love our brothers and sisters I in South Carolina. No shiny oh, stuff God. Normally. I uh oh, I don't know. I, I don't no matter how powerful yeah. that spy balloon <laughs> camera is, certainly there's no way it could actually see just how ignorant the people are were underneath. It don't got no ignorance detector on it. I don't believe. <laughs> the, the best part is at the end here, you hear a Top Gun reference by the guy here. Listen to this. What are you saying, Top Gun? Splashboard. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Splashboard. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty nifty what they done. It's, that too, it's too bad we don't have like uh, uh, like the CW of calls anymore. The guy who did Convoy, like that's a, a good song. Do a, like a story song about it. they thought they or Charlie Daniels. You know, <laughs> go lay your hand on a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and you'll know exactly what I mean. You never did think that we ever would blow up balloons <laughs> in America, did you? You never did think we could ever shoot down a balloon. <laughs> that balloon came in through Alaska. China went down to South Carolina. They were looking for balloons to fly. Then an F-22 Raptor went in the blue and shot it out of the sky. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that boom. The new Charlie Daniels song, Boom. I got Biden. Biden's got my boat next time. Well, he boomed it up. He done boomed up the balloon. <laughs> he boomed the balloon. He boomed up the balloon. And you know what? Yes. Daisy was saying, why didn't they shoot it down when it first came into our airspace? But yeah. I said, well, no one really knew about it until some amateur took a photo of it. And then, yeah. well, we, yeah. well, they had to make up the whole you know, story. Uh, you know, I have a theory. What's your theory? As long as everybody's throwing out theories out there. I got lots of them. Well, I, I have one uh, on this, guy, on, on this very one. Bright. Well, he is. Yeah, he's, got the video. Viral your video. email. I'll send you my manifesto. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just send that right along. I'll read the whole... Single Ninety-five space, pages, please. single space, please. Well, of yeah. course, yeah. <laughs> Front and back, just send it to me in a Manila. Envelope. Oh, you want me to mail it? Oh, you can mail it. Sure. Isn't Put that some you... of them shiny stuff in the envelope. Well, no, then he'll think <laughs> it's something sickening. I'm going to mail you an email. My you theory, a PDF. my theory is this, and it's just my theory. I have no reason. I just know there's so much BS around all of this. First of all, 
that it's a surprise, that we don't know about these things? Do we use them? That's always my whole thing. It's like we all we always get this news like, did you see what they did? And, and I'm supposed to be so we don't do this stuff. Of course we do. There's a story from three years ago where the Pentagon was using these balloons as a way to surveil us. Which, by the way, that's okay. Our government can compromise my privacy. But not China. Oh, yeah. Not China. Totally okay. It has to be done with my, my... My government has the right to keep tabs on me. Make sure I stay... Not China. But my, my theory is that... Uh, they knew about it all along, and at whatever level the CIA is or the intelligence agencies are with this given technology, I think that they had made a decision that there was more to be gained by actually watching the flight path or watching that there was more information to be gained like that. And if not for the fact that it came down too low or something and people in Montana saw it. So my theory is it's when people in Montana saw it and then reported it and became public that put pressure on the government. I think that they knew it was there the whole time. I don't think it's possible that the thing could come into our airspace like that and just travel around until, you know, some people hiking on a trail in Montana spotted it. I don't believe that. I think that, and for the intelligence agency, this is my theory, just a theory, not a, just my theory. I think that the decision was made that to, to explain why they were really, the decision was made to track this thing rather than shoot it down would reveal too much about the intelligence, the state of intelligence on it to, to us and to foreign adversaries and all of that. That's just my theory on it. I don't believe that they didn't see it. Especially, didn't it enter through Alaska? Yeah, we have all kinds Alaska. of we have all kinds North of like you know trip <laughs> stuff. You know, we, you know because of Russia and everything. So right. we have all kinds of trip alarms for things in the air over Alaska. And the Canadians so, surely knew too, because it was over their airspace yeah, for a while. Yeah, I've seen it. It's all everything that everything is BS, right? They're they're saying it's a weather balloon. It's not. It's a spy balloon. But we know it, and we do it, and they do it. And nobody's surprised. Everybody has to act surprised. And China has already, you know, within 24 hours, they signaled it's not important enough to us. So, you know, you shot it down. We'll say you were bad for shooting it down. You'll say. What I think is interesting is the Antony Blinken, Secretary of State, and the counterpart over in China have to have this conversation where they both know it's just diplomatic BS. You know, one has to act like it was surprised. How dare you? as if we don't know about this technology, and the other has to act like it was a weather balloon. And it's just a little dance. They probably chuckle at the end of the conversation on the phone. You know, they're just, Okay, we got to do this little dance. The important thing is, at the end of the day, if both America and China have gotten through this without explaining this technology to their citizens, yeah. <laughs> I think it will end up being a win-win. But... Uh, yeah, it's just silly. You show us blowing them up every week, you don't got to explain nothing. The thing is, do we spy on them? Uh, the, the, we the, have to. The reporting, the reporting is always, a, can you believe this? Putin is weaponizing war. No, I think it's just, like, we just get all of these, like, this is beyond the pale. Like, uh, in the Ukraine conflict, Zelensky will say something like this, this battle that's coming up. Putin is going to get his revenge for... 
how well we fought last year. It's like, well, no, he's, he's still trying to win a war. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't have to agree or disagree. It's like, usually when you invade a place, you just kind of keep on going until you get the job done, right? right. I yeah. called time out. Wait a yeah, minute. It's not, it's not weird that, uh, that you know, that, it's, that they, over time things ramp up. It's not a good thing. I hate war. I wish it never happened. But there's always this type of reporting. Russia tried to interfere with our elections. Oh, you mean like our CIA and NSA and Homeland Security do to countries all over the world all the time? What you said about the spy balloons, Oprah, not Oprah, Whoopi Goldberg Oprah. said the same thing yesterday. She said, they do it to us, we do it to them. And she got torn to pieces. Of course she did. Because, for making sense. Because making sense is not what it's all about. It's about uh, signaling your virtue, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm on the right side. I just, want, I just want the powers to be to know they don't have any problem with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be questioning you. Whatever. I, I don't even take an aspirin without consulting the CDC. I mean, I understand. Oh, you better not. I I don't want I don't want to be reported to my neighbors as somebody who deigned to question authority. That's not going to happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the most important thing for reporters. Listen, I think the Chinese got a lot of good information from this couple in particular here. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what they really want. Maybe they did it just to see it get shot down. All right. And then they go back and go, okay, Yeah, listen. you see shiny stuff. All right, right there. Okay, stop it there. Um, yeah, this is going to be easy. <laughs> Turns out we don't actually have to invade. We don't have to have a kinetic war. Um, we're just going to take over through TikTok. These people are yeah, dumb. Yeah, you see shiny stuff. Yeah, see, right there. <laughs> How long is she going to resist? <laughs> just, you have a pint of Rocky Road ice cream, she'll crack. This is going to be easy. They didn't see nothing in our house. I see shiny stuff. That's the uh, sequel to The Sixth Sense. I see shiny stuff. <laughs> Turned out it was a spy balloon the whole time. Oh, spoiler alert. Don't mean to do that to you. Well, uh, we don't really uh, identify or define this show by what it is, right? We define it really by what it isn't. Mm. You know, what it most certainly isn't is a sports show, but it is Super Bowl week, and I have evidence here. I think Tom Brady without football is going to get ugly. Yes. And I think it just started yesterday, this underwear pick that he... Is it as weird to you as what it is to me? What a thirst trap. What is he trying to do? I, was like, wait, I mean, is it just weird? Just, yes. It's just weird, yes. right? I'm not, I'm not out of my mind. Yeah, I think this is going to... Tom Foot. Tom football without Tom Brady. Football. Tom football without Brady when we return. <laughs> Seriously entertaining. The Von Hessler Doctrine. Weekdays, 9 to noon. On 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. All right, tease Tom Brady, but, and we will get to that. It is his weird selfie in his underwear. Hot. This is the beginning of. This is the first time in Tom Brady's life that he knows he's not playing football next year. And Tom Brady doesn't, you know, he goes to bed at 8.15 in March so that he can be available and have everything he needs playing football in December. So his, I mean, what is he, 46, 45, 46? Yeah, 45. And probably since he was 10 years old, everything has been football, football, football. Now all of a sudden, for the first time, as an adult, he's in the wild. First time. He's like, well, I don't have to worry about playing football next year. And then we get the selfie with the underwear. But before, 
this Jerry Yamamoto says he's found more audio of different hillbillies <laughs> in Myrtle Beach <laughs> with viral video watching the uh, Chinese spy balloon being shot down. Here we go. Boom! Oh, boom. Force right there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, we found the owner. That's my Air Force there, buddy. We found, we found the owner of the Air Force. That's right. Oh, my, that's mine right up there. I pay taxes. It belongs to me and you. And Was there ever any doubt? I mean, uh, it's, it's great work by the Air Force, but I mean, I always, I never doubted we had the technology to shoot that balloon out of the air if we needed to. Was there some doubt there on the ground? I wonder if we'll hit it. I didn't think we could do it, but we done it. <laughs> Yeah, you see shiny stuff. Yeah, these are the, uh, the they're hillbilly friends a little further down Myrtle Beach. She heard the boom, but actually what she heard was that other redneck going, boom! <laughs> Here we go! I, I heard that. Boom! <laughs> yeah, that was the boom that yeah. the, other, the other hillbilly heard. We both heard that guy. That's my Air Force How, right there, buddy. That's my... Buddy? <laughs> who, who deeded you the Air Force, young lady? That's a guy. What? That was a guy. Oh, I, think, I thought it was I a lady. I think it's a woman. I thought that was a lady. All right. Well, think... Can we cut to her? Uh, uh, let me give me, give me a second here. That's my Air Force right there, buddy. There we go. There she is. I thought it was my cousin. The uh, state of... That's my Air Force right there, buddy. <laughs> I could... Uh, I need more forensics. A, I think it's a guy. We need more forensics. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Uh, A.I. Joe. This is a State of the Union speech tonight. Yeah, he's been working on it. A.I. Joe has uh, leaked a moment from the speech that's exclusive here on the Von Hessler Doctrine. We have a plan that the Republicans don't support. Nevertheless, it is my goal and the goal of all Americans to send cancer to the moon by the end of the decade. <laughs> Seriously, no joke. If we can get all the cancer on Earth into one of the old space shuttles that are just sitting around gathering dust, we can finally get rid of cancer altogether. And maybe, uh, just maybe... We can bring back some of that sweet, sweet moon cheese. Who says that man is not a visionary? <laughs> I may actually think about staying up for this State of the Union speech tonight. Boom. Although I'd rather see viral video of hillbillies in Myrtle Beach responding to the State of the Union speech. That's my Air Force right there, buddy. You know what I've noticed lately? What? An aging Michael Bolton and an aging Ellen DeGeneres don't look all that different. Not so different. Samesies. I don't know if one... Is that what it's called? Samesies? Samesies. They're samesies. They didn't start out that way because the young Michael Bolton had uh, long, glorious hair. Oh, that horrible mullet from the 80s he had? I said long, glorious okay. hair. Okay. I don't know if you missed that. And uh, Ellen always kind of cropped a little bit of hair, but as they've gotten older, it's funny they've come closer. They're they've come closer and closer together, and uh, I for one celebrate it. I don't know why, don't know why, but it's something I've dreamed of for a number of years. I knew there was potential <laughs> for it. You thought that would happen? Yeah, absolutely. You knew. Actually, I put a thousand dollars down on it in like uh, 1995. God, so. how much is that bringing you? Well, listen. I have to be safe. Okay. I haven't even told them that I won yet. Oh. And I'm waiting for my attorney to get involved because <laughs> I don't want my family. You, know, you want to be anonymous. It's compound interest. Yeah. It's got to be worth 1200 bucks by now. At least. <laughs> People will be all over me for heaven's sakes. 
So, yeah, this is uh, not a sports show, but I, I, I really think that what happened yesterday with Tom Brady shows that he is just going to be a loose cannon without football. He doesn't know what to do if he's not thinking about the next football game, even if it's like seven months away. That's why the guy's so great. That's why he has seven rings. Because he was always thinking about the next football game, even when the next football game was seven months away. All those Super Bowls he won, while the confetti was still falling, he started thinking about what he has to do to get ready for the next football game, seven, eight months away, however many months away. For the first time in his adult life, because he's really retired this time, he's just, okay, what do I do? What do, I do? So he, uh, Tom Brady's, this is from Parade, I don't know what that is. I mean, I know what a parade is. I just don't know what parade is. used to get it in the Sunday paper. Is it the same parade? That little magazine. At the very thing at the back? I think so. That would have all these stories that nobody cared about? Yes. Feel-good stories. I loved that. Well, feel-good stories, right? About celebrities and some people. I don't know. I don't want to think about you in the bathroom. That's not not something I want to think about. Well, I know, but I just you know, it's not pleasant. Sometimes when I would be going to the bathroom, yeah, yeah, I'd pick up the parade. That's exactly what I'm talking about. What I don't want to imagine. Or my my dad's golf magazine. my well, you probably know more about golf than you otherwise would. I do. You got to keep that left arm straight. Don't you know it? From what if from you're a lefty? From your lips to God's ears. (laughs) Tom Brady's underwear selfie. During tropical vacation causes an internet meltdown. Oh yeah, I couldn't use mine this morning. But is that less than breaking the internet when it yeah. comes to hyperbole and yeah. headlines? So that's not quite a breaking the internet. The internet literally exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and Autumn, have you seen this picture? I put it yeah. in. I mean, do you think it does not? Now we're being told now that a little bit later it's an advertisement for his underwear. Yeah, but. You could do this several ways. Him as a selfie, and it does not look like he's covering himself up. It looks like he's grabbing himself. Yeah. This definitely, and and good for you. Like, do you find it to be erotic? I don't know what your type is. I don't know if he's your type. No, those like frog legs he's giving. No, oh, thanks. she doesn't like the frog legs. Oh, oh, oh I don't oh. mind his legs in general. I he's just spreading. Mean he's got that man spread thing going on, right? But he's on got the edge his, of the like, bed. Feet- touching it's he took it after odd. he woke up it looks like he just oh, i thought it was i thought it was photoshopped at first because his face looks a little bit unreal yeah. and maybe that's just so that more of the work maybe that's he has being filters done on. oh he probably does he put a filter on it and that made his face look weird is that what happened i don't really uh, that sounds like what i'm looking at here i don't really understand that world although i've never put a filter on my face before you really examined this photo though didn't you in detail. Well, I had to do it for prep. Of course, research. My wife came in last night. I had it blown up really, really big. I was like, listen, I got to do my homework. <laughs> you know, this, is how Tom, this is how Tom won those seven uh, rings, but detail. This is, uh, you got to go over the film. We're going to get this uh, and replace your, uh, who's the cardboard cutout you have? Uh, that would be Josh Allen. Oh. Yeah, now I have a cardboard cutout of this. <laughs> because, I, you know, not for any other reason than I want to mark the moment that I think Tom Brady started to lose his mind. That's the only reason. Yeah, instead I'm, of a... Sh- Elf on a shelf. I'm a little Cut bit of, this out. A little bit more of a sports historian. That's the reason. That's my interest. And uh, yeah, I examined this document all night long. And uh, my conclusion is, <laughs> he's very handsome and he's losing his mind. That's my. What did, I have my conclusions. What did you say this morning? It reminds you of a, a Playgirl spread from the late '70s. Yeah, it's something. like Burt Reynolds in Playgirl. I could see that. Less hair, though, because usually those guys had well, all that chest hair. Well, it's not the 70s. Yeah. It's 2023. Yeah, chest hair. You think he uh, removes that hair, or do you think he just naturally I doesn't think have hair? I think he didn't have it. Okay. Autumn, what do you think? You, you're looking at that body. I think that hair was huh? uh, uh, surgically removed. What? Or uh, huh? Who? 
We're still talking about the same picture here. I know. I'm looking at the picture. All right. Do you think that he is somebody who never grew chest hair, or do you think he had it taken off? Oh, uh, uh, I think he had it taken off. Yeah, I think so, too. Combine picture. I mean, you got to be a a real man to go out there and win seven Super Bowls. You're going to have some chest hair. Come on. What are the odds? Like Joe Burrow? He he looks like a guy that doesn't have any chest hair, too. (laughs) Maybe it hasn't grown in yet. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like a little baby doll. He does look like a little baby doll. Yeah, these guys are so tough, they don't look tough anymore. Like, even Mahomes, he's super tough, but he looks like a guy that, you know, he'd be like... He'd like mow your mother's lawn or something on a Saturday. Like he doesn't seem all that tough. <laughs> this- so I was, I'm reading about it, and it is a bet. He's saying he's paying off a bet he made with his clothing company. Yeah, but come on. He's recreating models wearing Brady's brand underwear. Oh, so there's going to be a series. Likes, then the company reminded him it's on Monday company. he'd be paid it off in a big way. Or but something. it's his company. It's his company. It's Tom Brady. Yeah, but maybe like the guys in the boardroom. You buying you know, all this They're all nonsense. laughing and ordering Chinese food. Do you think so? Yeah. You think is that they what they are? do? Is that what hey, guys got, do in the boardroom? Hey, we tricked them. You think that's what they're doing? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, hey, you know what would be really funny is if you laid on this table and we like oiled you up. That's coming next. That was so funny. Wouldn't that be so funny, guys? Yeah. And, and maybe we show your happy trail. Yeah, that'd be so hilarious. It turns out his marketing department are just people who are secretly in love with Tom Brady. (laughs) and They conceive ways to get him as naked as possible. Make yourself comfortable, you know? Take off that shirt. I bet that's itchy, you know? We're all dudes here. That's right. Hey, come on. Hit your thumb into the waistband. Well, we all share one love. Football. Yeah. You know what I think, you know, just for safety, you know what I think would be really great? If you just took everything off. Just everything, and you just you know you know with the technology we can we can clo- we can reclothe you in post. Yeah, face the wall. This makes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good that he's surrounded by people who love him. Yeah, and are looking out for his uh, best interest. You I think Autumn is onto something here. Actually, I- I'm digging a little bit deeper. Why do you sound the- so surprised? Are you are you not impressed with Autumn's intelligence? That Autumn read uh, huh? the well, story. Sometimes <laughs> when it comes to uh, understanding some of the football stuff Whoa. like that, you know. Oh, that's highly uh, misogynist. Yeah. Autumn is obviously the most knowledgeable on the show. Jared, he's a misogynist. misogynist. <laughs> no, yes. It turns out a tweet from June 9th, 2022. Uh, Brady's uh, clothing brand put out a tweet saying, hey, you know what? If you buy this product here, then it's there. Are you just on- saying what she already said? Wow. She said it better. She did say wow. it better. She's just no, saying what she said. Did you confirm the tweet from June 9th? She's saying that, the, yeah, the company he has a thing back and forth. My point is that, of course, it's all BS. It's his company. The company's not playing a trick on him. Tom Brady Enterprises is not no, playing a trick on Tom it Brady. It wasn't a trick. It was saying, like, you should do this, and if it gets a lot of attention, then we'll do something for you. Like, we'll give you more money. I want to meet the dude in marketing that came up with this idea. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Big football fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Tom Brady's the GOAT, right? Right. You know, what if you just, just to see, what if you just put on this skirt? (laughs) Okay. Like, just to, I mean, just to see what it would be like. It's like people want to see you out of your element, Tom. You know, we've seen you in that, we've seen you in that football uniform. All your, all cover, your whole body all covered up. Way too much. Way too much covering of your body. People want to see the real Tom Brady. Put these nipple tassels on. Get inside this rubber bag. (laughs) Rubber bag. Hey, Tom, I've booked you to perform your feature performer with Sam Smith next year on the Grammys. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Tom. Oh, good morning.
According to uh, the news out there today, there's uh, 50 million people. 50, 50, as in Hawaii, the last state, 50. 50 million people are going to uh, wager on the Super Bowl, gamble on the Super Bowl. 30 million on uh, official sites in states where it's legal. And I think this is the first time since gambling has been legal that it, the Super Bowl itself. Gambling has been legal in many states. The Super Bowl itself is actually being held in Arizona where gambling is is legal. So you'll be able to gamble on your phone in the stadium. Uh, and they have like a, a counter you can go up to. There's another $28 million uh, planned to bet on the game casually with friends and through pools. So really, you're now you're looking at almost... Uh, 60 million people. Okay, so does a pool Bonus. where you're putting like $5 in, is that, does that really, is that really gambling though? Yeah, well, it's, yes, gambling. it's gambling. I mean, officially it's gambling. You're if gambling you think, a money, piece of money. Or I think Jared thinks if you lose, you know, you have to like significantly lose your home or something for it to be gambling. Well, no. I'm thinking like, okay. $5 is gambling. It's a, it's a safer bet because maybe you can live your life just fine without that $5 if you lose it. I'll play the pools and I'll play the, the numbers game and yeah. stuff like that, but I'll never put more What's than What's the difference between the numbers and the pools? Uh, what are the numbers and the pools? Well, I don't the, numbers, know. the numbers one is the one where at the end of each quarter, if yeah. you have a 7 and you have a 6 and the score ends up being 17-16 after the first quarter, you would yeah. get some money back. And then halftime, you get a certain amount of money third quarter you just have to match the numbers at the end but a yeah. pool is just a big bet that everybody makes and then you split the money i believe so in that case well i don't know i think it's the same kind of thing isn't it isn't a pool kind there, of the be- same thing believe me there's a lot of creative a ways pool. to gamble a pool is in, your is in your backyard and it's something that you uh swim in <laughs> so if i win i can get a pool you could you could possibly purchase a pool with the funds that you would get from winning all right I think it's uh, it's weird because I, I think the Eagles are better all around. This is not a sports show, by the way, but, you know, it's Super Bowl week. People talk about it. Yeah, people. It's, yeah, it's a big uh, game. Man. Relatable. It says here, time for relatable content. People can relate to this. It's Super Bowl week. It's kind of odd. I feel like the Eagles are the better team all the way around, but I still think Kansas City is going to win. Because, you know, they got Patrick Mahomes. It depends on how mobile he is. Uh, but there's just something like not only – is Kansas City great, but they do seem like the football gods seem to kind of smile upon them. I know they lost the last one, but Tom Brady was in it. He's, you know, you remove him. I don't know. I think that the first time in my life ever I'm going to root for the Eagles to win. Yeah, it's hard for me. Yeah. It's hard for me because I, I really have found that the uh, people of Philadelphia are just some of the worst people I've ever met in my entire life. There's no <laughs> doubt. Now, I, I know it's anecdotal. I could have bumped into some jerks from Utah or something, but I didn't. I bumped into jerks from Philadelphia, and I've never had a good feeling about that city or its people. And remember, the last time they won the Super Bowl, one of the fans was so excited that uh, there's video of them uh, eating uh, horse horse stuff. Horse junk. (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, (laughs) The stuff the horse left behind. Now, that's a fan. So we do get to see that again. Recycled hay. (laughs) <laughs> it's all that it is. Yeah. It's all that it is. So I don't know if I'll be rooting for either side. I kind of want Kansas City to lose just because uh, I'm a... Um, Why do you want that to happen? I'm, a, I'm Patrick Mahomes, nothing against you, but I'm a butthurt Bills fan, and if we're oh. not going to do it, I don't want you guys to turn around and start... If they lose two in a row, then it's like... Not, not two in a row, but if they lose two, their last two after winning one, and it's, oh, okay, they're great, but they're not so great. 
right? Then, then people will start questioning how the franchise is built because they're like, well, we need to go a little bit further to make Exactly. Got to get rid of that Andy Reid. Yeah, exactly. He's the <laughs> he's, problem. He's clearly. the problem. That's kind of cool, though, that he's playing his old team, too. That's kind of yeah. a cool thing. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, he's playing his old team. Yeah, they fired him. Okay, there's, they're definitely, Kansas City's definitely going to win. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Andy Reid's facing the team that fired him. Got Jason, Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey playing each other. Yeah, Jason, brothers. Jason yeah. Kelsey talked That's about how yesterday. you know it's all fake and scripted. It's an incredible moment for, for me and our, our family. Uh, but um, you know, whoever wins this one's going to have the ultimate bragging rights. And uh, you know, we're always rooting for each other. Uh, I always want him to do well. Uh, but but I would sure love to get this one over his head. Uh, I believe Jason Kelsey there. He is the center for the Philadelphia Eagles, right. and I believe that he is featured in that uh, absolutely. Amazing! It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Two-parter about the Eagles Super Bowl. Yes, and so uh, I'm gonna. I'm. Yeah, I want the Eagles to win. I think they're the better team, and I want them to win. But I think Kansas City's not as good, but they will win because they got Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and a uh, horseshoe shoved right up where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> I don't think... Is this Pink Floyd? Yes. Is it live? No. Come on. Pull it from one of the four biggies. You don't know this song and you're a Pink Floyd fan? I know the four... This is off of metal? Uh-huh. Yeah. I just don't know the name of it. If? No, no. it's not If. Uh, you know, like four main albums. You got four greats. And then metal's pretty good. And then you got the first one that's oh. different. And then you got the couple things in between there that are kind of weird. That's my assessment. Okay. Are you saying you're better than me? Your, your go-to no, is not no. the big four? No, those are my go-tos, but okay. I do like this album a yeah. lot. Metal's getting there. Getting into the dark you side of the, the hill's too steep to climb. All right, I don't need uh, karaoke from Try. the likes of you. And David Gilmore singing. Tim's got a great voice. Speaking of David Gilmore, I think what any Pink Floyd fans, I think I, I can pretty much pronounce right here, right now, there will n- never be another Pink Floyd reunion after what I just said. <laughs> no. I know not not many people who follow Pink Floyd uh, this many years thought there was much of a chance. This is such a, a huge thing that Australian Pink Floyd is breaking up. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way that they can go on stage together. <laughs> no. Because somebody has to play Gilmore <laughs> right. and somebody has to play Roger Waters. So David Gilmore's wife, you know, it's it's interesting. The way that, uh, because you know that the rock and roll press and the regular... Media want to take David Gilmore's side because he's on the mainstream side, which is that we need to give you know everything we've got to Ukraine, and that's the mainstream view, right? So, David Gilmore's wife is a singer, I believe. David Gilmore is the guitarist of Pink Floyd, if you don't know. Polly Sampson is her name, and she uh, she tweeted sadly. I don't know what precipitated this. Was there a back and forth that went on that made this happen? But this is it. There will be no Pink Floyd reunion. Well, the Pink Floyd did a, a song or something for Ukraine. Yeah, well, that then, was a while ago. That was, when, that was a year ago when yeah. they first they had some Ukrainian rapper in the middle of it. Yeah, and he didn't like Finally, it. we all got what we always wanted, mm-hmm. rap inside of a Pink Floyd song. Yes? <laughs> is it is it this headline here from uh, the 6th of yesterday? It says... Yeah, hold uh, on. I got, I got the tweet here. Okay. Sadly... At Roger Waters, because that's how you have to do it in tweets. Sadly, Roger Waters, you are anti-Semitic to your rotten core. 
also a Putin apologist and a lying, thieving, hypocritical, tax-avoiding, lip-syncing, misogynistic, sick-with-envy, megalomaniac. Enough of your nonsense. And you know what stood out to me in the midst of all that? Honestly, lip-syncing? I had no idea. (laughs) That's the truth. I just saw Roger Waters. You think he was doing the kiss thing? No, I don't, but they're putting it in here. Wow. I mean, that's one of the lesser charges here after anti-Semitic <laughs> to, to me, your that's rotten the worst. core. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Paid a lot of money to go see Roger Waters. You want him to lip sync? So as, as, and David Gilmore and his wife, they know something that a lot of us don't know. In order to prove you're not anti-Semitic, you have to uh, be willing to fund neo-Nazis in Ukraine. It might seem a bit odd, but come on. You know, the people who went to college could explain it to the rest of us. They're not all that. No, but the Azov Battalion is. And uh, there's no way that your money and your weaponry doesn't get to them because they're the best fighters. Kind of the way that it goes. Yeah. The worst ones are the best fighters. Uh, I, I just don't know what led to all of this. And I find interesting the way that it's uh, there's the headlines oh where is it I has like 19 of these things opened and you have now too I, many tabs open over there i got too many tabs open oh so she is uh, david gilmore's wife and after roger waters left i guess she helped write a couple of the songs lyrics. you know on the yeah lyrics on the pink floyd albums nobody cares about so rather than the headlines being uh Pink Floyd guitarist wife goes after Roger Waters. <laughs> it's all Pink Floyd lyricist calls Roger Waters Putin apologist and lip-syncing misogynist. Like, no, she helped write some lyrics on a couple albums that most Pink Floyd fans don't give a damn about. She went with the big four. Dark Side, what are the big four? Come on, Jared, you can do it. Well, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. I I'm trying to think the wall. Uh, I, well, I, that would be the other side of it. That's your bookends there. What's in the middle? I don't know what's what after would... Dark Side of the Moon. I'm not sure what will be, what will be uh, next. I wish you could figure it out. I, yeah, she wishes you could figure it out. I know she's giving me a hint, but I can't remember. She, I'm terrible if, with songs. If names. she were here, she'd help you with these wishes. <laughs> oh, is this the lady? <laughs> wish you were here. Yeah. And then animals. And then the wall. Those are the big four. And Polly Samson was not a lyricist on any of those albums, is my point. Would she write uh, probably, Momentary Lapse of Reason? One of the stuff on there. You know, maybe Learning to Fly. That was kind of a good song. That was a good hit. It was a big hit. It was a big hit. So maybe she was a part of that. I have no idea. And then uh, David Gilmore wrote over that whole thing, every word demonstrably true. Yes. So that's my way of saying, if you were holding out, like if you're like 77 and you're kind of hanging on to life. You're clinging to life because maybe your favorite band, Pink Floyd, to get back together again. You can just relax, kick the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to take those meds anymore. It's not going to happen. Go ahead. Let yourself slide away. There will be no Pink Floyd reunion. That's some rough stuff. Yeah. Calling somebody that... Seems like you just give give a phone call or something like that. Hey, I'd... Anti-Semitic, Putin apologist, lying, thieving, hypocritical, tax-avoiding, lip-syncing. Now that one just really... Yeah, that's the one... Lip-syncing. I've seen him alive a million times. Yeah. And also, how old are these people? Like, why are we attacking each other online? Because I don't don't know. Don't they they understand one's going to have to attend the other's funeral? (laughs) Unless they both die on the same day. Same time. (laughs) The day they get on stage (laughs) together to do a reunion show. Heart attack. Double heart attack. 
and they go down to the ground yelling at each other about what jerks they are. And then Sid Barrett comes on stage and sings every song from Piper. He's dead. Yeah, I know, but he comes back to life. Oh, I see. He gets reanimated. Yes. That's what they ought to do. They ought to, um, you know those... Um, the holograms. Yeah, the holograms. Yeah, put them together. Have Sid Barrett show up. <laughs> Little gnomes stay in their homes. <laughs> I've got a bike. You can ride it if you like. And then what will happen is once Sid Barrett is here and actually singing Pink Floyd songs, people go, ah, maybe that era was a little overrated. Possibly. Think. Possibly. Effervescing elephant. <laughs> what are we doing we doing uh, Listen, we got I have some uh, feedback from the audience. You don't oh, like really? to, you don't like to hear when the audience is critical. Well, the of problem you. with the audience is that they think they know how to do a radio show better than me, and if they did, obviously, I'd be where they are and they'd be where I am, and that's not the fact, but okay. <laughs> uh, I guess call off the dogs uh, and uh, open the gates and let the people in for and, a minute or two. In the first hour of the Von Hessler Doctrine, yeah. we talked a lot. It was a very special hour of it, the Von Hessler Doctrine. It was Doctrine. a very special hour because we were making fun of I the, learned a lot. We were having fun talking yeah. about the fo- people's reactions in Myrtle Beach to the. Oh, yeah, all spy these hillbillies. Being... We were looking for all the audio of hillbillies in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Uh, and they're going, yeah, watching. Here we the... go. Here we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my Air Force right Take there, that, buddy. spy balloon. <laughs> take that, shit. you could, yeah, take that, Dot. You could put your spy balloon over us to spy on us. Take that, spy balloon. Well, stick mo. And go to the zoo. Take them damn pandas with you. We don't need them. You know what? I'm going to call the Air Force out on them pandas. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that be great if they oh, just shot just, them pandas up there? We got the technology. Boom, 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 boom. We got the technology. We can take pandas out. And giraffes be fine. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's my Air yeah, Force. Yeah, you see shiny stuff. Yeah, you do. Young I lady. see shiny stuff when I close my eyes after looking in the sun. <laughs> she does. No. She does. Shiny stuff. It shapes and whatnot. <laughs> so funny the way hillbilly is, though. You would know, think that you would have to be in the hills to be a hillbilly, but I'm putting them on Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. That's where they go vacation. That's where they live in the rednecks. hills. Hill, real hillbillies don't go on vacation. <laughs> Their yeah, whole life. are like farmers. <laughs> you know, day off his whole life <laughs> is vacation. <laughs> on your day off, you round up the materials for the myth. Oh, okay. right, right. Got it, got it. You're still kind of working. Yeah, but... it's just like being a doctor, being a hillbilly. You're always on call. <laughs> it's always, you know, you can be called in. There's an emergency waiting. The still blows up. Remember that year? Oh God, the summer. Oh, that was, was a dry summer. Yeah. <laughs> well, we lost Ethel that, that year. We did. Uh, she saw all the shiny stuff. Yeah. And her sister, Pearl. But you know what we done? We cremated them and then put them in the next batch. And you know what? That was uh, considered the best whiskey ever to come yeah, out of that yeah. Pearl Apple. I see shiny stuff. There she is right there. She saw shiny stuff. Ooh, and she fell that, over. That moonshine, I see shiny stuff, too. <laughs> she fell over, and we uh, threw her in a thrasher. And I was fine. Dumped her guts into the uh, whiskey. <laughs> I'll be all right. She's fine, right? You're okay. You just get a little whiskey moonshine on your brain, and then you, you she's, get in She's fresh, slipping away. She's slipping and away. And then you got a time. Oh, yes. Yeah. Here we go, baby. <laughs> get it! Come on. Take that, spy balloon. Yeah. That's well, my government right there. Yeah. Call I me. love them. I love that government. Stigmo and so our good. super I secret chat. Kept says, me safe from COVID-19, and now they're keeping me safe from the chat comms. <laughs> Stigmo. You know what that balloon had in it? 
coded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh hell yeah. They wanted to redo it. That's why they blew it up over the ocean. Now that's all where, the sharks got it. Actually, that's where they've done the testing. It didn't yeah. come from that laboratory. Yep. They're testing inside of that balloon. Damn shark straight. COVID's going to be the next strain. You realize that? I know. Shark and then they'll COVID. have Sharknado COVID. That's right. Sharknado COVID. That's my Air Force right uh, You don't own them, lady. <laughs> I pay for them as well. And I, you know what? I venture to say I've paid more into the Air Force in my time than I you I voted have. for that Air Force. Okay. <laughs> they didn't steal that election, I'll tell you that much. Aren't you so proud of your government? Oh, this is great. Just great. Stigmo in the super secret chat says, please quit shilling for Joe Biden. Oh, this balloon mine. thing in his hand. Kiss my of it balloons. <laughs> was a, this whole debacle was a huge mess. Biden is compromised and needs to resign or be impeached. Yeah. He's a serial liar that can't yeah. be trusted. Yeah. And, and you shouldn't be making light of it. Oh, no. We should not be making light of anything. Absolutely not. We should not be having fun. Do you know how serious this world is? Do you know how many people have died in the last 24 hours alone on this planet? There is never a good reason to laugh about anything unless you use the term libtard. <laughs> well, I, Always I, funny. I agree with this uh, caller, and whatever of course the you, guy is. I mean, uh, because look, you got the fake, fake balloon, fake news, yeah. fake president. It's all yeah, fake. They say that uh, they say that there are like three balloons during your presidency that came. That in. never happened. Listen, <laughs> if that had happened, I would have shut them down immediately. As soon as they were launched from China, I would have yeah, shut them you down would have. over the Pacific, whichever ocean. I don't know. Now, Stigmo goes on to say, Stigmo in his uh, in his paragraph, stop shilling. Stigmo. Stand down and stand by Stigmo. <laughs> he, says, <laughs> he says it was irresponsible, yeah. it's irresponsible. Of, the, of the Biden administration yes. to shoot it over the ocean because mm-hmm. now we can't gather any of the evidence. They should have thought about that. What are you looking at? The world's largest butterfly net and t- <laughs> take it out of the air? Exactly. How are we supposed to get the, you, I think, shooting it down or just letting it float? Is those That's a binary choice, right? Well, you know, stay, tell Stigmo that. Well, I'm going to tell Stigmo not that. Uh, what I am, I'm going to inform Stigmo is something he may not realize. There's, uh, I have lots of competitors, and there's lots of other places you can go to listen to the radio. Yes. I'd suggest you, uh, yeah, right, Han Solo, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. footsteps, running before time took our dreams away. A rowdy group of misfits that love to have fun. It is hilarious. The jokes, the voices. The Von Hessler Doctrine. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. You know what's great about radio as a medium? Anyone? What? It's free. <laughs> Are you saying you get what you pay for? No, I'm saying <laughs> it's free, and something that's free is nice. Well, you're very close to where I was going, Tim Andrews. Some may say it's a dying medium, but it's still one of the only places in media that you can actually not only listen to your favorite shows, enjoy your favorite shows, learn a thing or two about erectile dysfunction before it's all over, but you can also, the medium of radio, win tickets to things. Hey! Ah, People, I always say, I love Friends, I love The Office. When have they ever won tickets to things in the middle of The Office? Do they care? Do they stop? Do they break down the fourth wall, look at the audience and say, hey, you're nice people, you support us, guess what? We want to get you involved and maybe give you some free tickets. Never happens. Yeah, you see shiny stuff. That does happen. But because you're listening to, maybe, I don't know, it's a medium that's been around a while. I think You think it's going to make it, radio? You think it's going to get on through, break uh, on through to the I, other side? I think it has a second or third or fourth life. 
Well, do you think it's going to have a second before the fourth, or do you think it's going to jump radio, straight to the fourth? I life? think radio right now is on its third life. I see, and you believe it'll have a fourth. You have faith that there is a fourth mm-hmm. radio 4.0. Well, if radio 4.0 wants to do as well as the first three, it's going to have to keep on giving away free tickets because that's the secret sauce <laughs> in radio, and we know what we're doing around here. You can win two tickets to see James Taylor at State Farm Arena. Hey, what are you? What? That dude's seen it all. I know he has. Fire and rain. All sorts of things. How many people have seen that much in their lives? Carolina? Do people still call him JT? Has he ever? Yes, of course. Uh, JT is Justin Timberlake. close enough. Justin Timberlake. No, before Justin Timberlake was born, James Taylor was out there seeing fire and rain. (laughs) Has he ever actually seen the Carolinas or just thought about them? Because he says in his mind. Uh, Well, in his mind or not, you can win two tickets to see James Taylor at State Farm Arena Friday, June 16th. Be caller number 10 to 404 Eight seven two zero seven five zero. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Congratulations to John Camp of Suchus, Georgia. Won two tickets to see James Taylor at State Farm Arena on Friday, June 16th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m at Ticketmaster.com. Looks like the Grammys did all right. Yeah. As far as the uh, the ratings go. They're back, baby. Yeah. 12.4 million in total viewers, which is up from, I think it was like nine last year. Then you compare it to whatever, uh, some other recent awards show only got like six. (laughs) So that's a good number, but I do want to point out, that's the... That's a little less than the number of downloads Joe Rogan gets for every show that he puts out. I mean, it tells you something, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like when we were growing up and the Grammys were a big deal, that would be in like the 24, be in, at least in the 20 millions, I would think. It would, but there weren't anything we, else to do. We had a lot less people, though, Yeah, as well. That's true. So uh, it'd be interesting to find that out, like at the peak for the Grammys. But that's a pretty good job. I guess those uh, acts they had... Uh, Sam Smith. Everybody wanted to see how much uh, weight he gained. <laughs> he was a big Satan. <laughs> he was the heaviest Satan we've seen in quite some time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, he brings it. He's a hell of an entertainer, right? It, it, it is funny to see people. Gives his all. He yes. does. It is funny to see people ripping themselves apart over that performance. If you just take away the symbolism of what it was, it wasn't a terrible performance. But it's the same thing as uh, what little Nas X did. Exactly. At the BET Awards, yes. right? It's the same thing. Satan, blah, blah, blah. Satan is boring already. Yeah. Like, nobody's like, ow, I'm scared. Oh, that guy with the horns is going to come get me. Like, the Satan isn't scary. Hi, I don't I'm think. Satan, I, Hollywood dude. Satan. You know what I mean? Yes. Hollywood Satan. Yes. Entertainment world Satan isn't scary to people, I don't think. If you're really going to do it, you got to do it like a horror film. Have jump scares, scare the hell out of people. Let's do this. <laughs> Tech Tuesday with Greg Rudd. I realize I interrupted you, Tim, but you know, we got Greg standing well, I was just by. I going to say real quick the highest ratings they ever had was 31.3 and 71. And there were less people in the country. Yeah, 47. <laughs> yeah, what was, the, what, what was the population of the United States in 1971? Let's see. Surely, with all these doctrinaires. Now, this Greg Russ is so smart, I bet he can just come right off the top of his head. 71? My guess would be 180 million. 
I think it's probably you know, you're probably about right. Yeah, two hundred and seven million. Okay, not so far Close. off. Yeah, yeah, twenty what a million. Time. What's that? Less traffic on the roads, less competition. For Doesn't jobs. seem like that. What's Didn't that? seem like that. I was there in seventy one. While yes, uh, I was what seventy one. I was seven. Uh, there were less people and less cars. But each car back then was the size of three cars now. So you really didn't have much room to maneuver. <laughs> yeah, my the- grandpa had a Cadillac Eldorado, a 60-something. I don't even know how you could park it these days. I don't think there's a spot big enough. It's not possible. Those things were like uh, the vehicles back then were like uh, driving a bathtub. Basically had that kind of response. The lap belt was the only protection you had. Everything was metal. Hey, we lived. Some of us. I've got uh, conflicting information. Yes? I see that the 26th uh, Grammys was the most highest rated. And what year was that? That would have been 84. Oh, Tim Andrews. Oh, no. It says uh, 30.8 rating, which is below 30.1. Are we talking about rating, or, or are we share. talking about share, or are we talking about actual bodies? Rating and share, both higher in 71 than 84. Right. Well, you two just have to fight this one. You out. fight it out with Statista.com. What are the? Yeah, that's going to ask the source. It's, it's online. A very good source Tim's got. Yeah, we know it's online. It's got to be. It's got to be true. It's got to be right. What was your source, George? Wikipedia. Yeah, oh. there. Oh. Never heard of it. Suspect. Never heard of it. Compromise. Woke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Greg, you're here for Tech Tuesday, and you better have some good storage because I feel like today's show has been like, eh, okay. I'm looking for oh, you. A, I'm looking for it's you. Up to me to prop it up in this last hour to come in and kind of really, you know, be our uh, Chinese uh, spy balloon and let, help us rise to new levels. Well, hopefully, don't shoot him down. Uh, well, listen. First, you got to get up there to be shot down. So, <laughs> if you get shot down, it's a sign of success. You were up there. <laughs> what do you got? All right, let's go for it. I, I, I yeah. get used to face recognition in stadiums. What? Don't they already That's use what I've it? Got. Get used to it. Oh, it's happening. Madison, Madison Square Garden's been using it, stopping lawyers from entering Knicks games. <laughs> lawyers who represent clients who are in some kind of uh, legal battle with the owners of Madison Square Garden. So they really do. They catch them at the gate and they kick them out. So they have these so. lawyers' face for the 9,325 different cases currently pending against Madison Square Garden. And it's about 90 group. firms. About the staff at 90 different firms. They apparently have their faces in the algorithm, ready to give a red alert. Well, they have a weird owner. That's, that place is owned by uh, the owner of the Knicks, James Dolan. Is that his name? He's a weirdo. Yes. He's one of these CEOs that has his own rock band or something. Never <laughs> trust those. Never trust those. Like the First Goldman of, Sachs CEO who's a DJ? He's DJ a DJ. David Solomon. The new thing is the, is being a DJ, but... Uh, and I don't, I'm, not, I'm not into EDM, so I can't judge good from bad. It all sounds like crap to me. It all sounds like washing machines having an argument with drying... With, with dryers to me, EDM. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to like the blues bands that these uh, guys put together, they always stink. They're always terrible, and uh, never trust a CEO. They don't know how to end a song when they're playing <laughs> their blues music, so it's yeah. always that dun 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 dun. Every song ends yeah. that way. Yeah, and everybody else in the band is afraid of the leader because he's like a big muckety muck. On Wall Street. He gives me the sweet. Yeah, he gives me the sweet at That's the right. games. So you got to sit there and do terrible stuff. But this James Dolan has a lot of enemies. But on the other hand, uh, if you're a lawyer and you're suing him, should you be able to go to his uh, place and enjoy basketball games? Should you? You're suing the place. I mean, you're going to be a foe. Be a foe. You can't have both. Yeah. Can't, uh, 
you know, have your whatever and eat it too. If you want to go to another game, you have the Barclays Center. Just go over there and watch the Nets instead of watching the Knicks. That's right. And so long as you're not suing them. Yeah. Then then I think you're good. I don't think you should be attending events anywhere being held by somebody you're suing. I think lawyers need to understand this. They think they're so above it. Ah, well, we're not in court. Everything's cool. And taking the side of MSG, surprise. Well, you know, I just think that uh, these lawyers are just full of themselves. <laughs> and they sue you on one hand. And then I had a lawyer so, once. I had a lawyer once. Uh, I went to his office and uh, briefly, like the idea of movies came up. We talked briefly and I hired him as a lawyer. Then he called me on the phone. We, I called him, whatever. We had one of these meetings. And uh, probably the law meeting part of it lasted probably seven minutes. And then we got into a conversation about uh, old movies. And that lasted another 20 minutes. And then like two weeks later, I realized that he charged me for the whole phone conversation. So do I have a bug up my rear end over lawyers? Hell yeah, I do. (laughs) Sometimes somebody needs to push back. What kind of human being? He brought up the movies, not me. Can't believe George Stein would do that. Was to you. not George oh. Stein. <laughs> he would never do that to me. No, Eric, I love movies. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I would be curious to have uh, George George's thoughts on movies. Maybe get him in for some movie reviews. Wait, wait, we'll do some movie reviews. That's a good idea. I don't know if this guy. Once I realized this, I never, I didn't confront him about it. But from then on, our phone calls never lasted more than three minutes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, good. Bye. Smart. That's a good thing to do. I guess I learned my lesson. I didn't know they you charged learned. you for that. They charged me once. Yeah. Wow. Fool it's, me twice, never be fooled again. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> so uh, so this face, facial recognition, it's not just to kick people out. There are better uses for it. Some stadiums, like the Mets, for example, have been using it. Uh, even the Falcons did at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium for 100 season ticket holders. It was a test, a trial run. If you're a season ticket holder, you can just walk up. It recognizes your face. You go oh, right in. Oh, yeah. It's always a ticket. good reason to give your data to everybody else. Isn't it? You can start paying yeah. possibly Scan at my some eyeball. Point. Scan my <laughs> eyeball. That will never end up in the CIA vault. Scan well, my well, eyeball. This part of, of it where you can pay eventually for things. You can never... Or steal again with your eyeball. You're, right, you can't do exactly because because you like, walk out with something, they got yeah. your face, and they know how to charge you because your your accounts are linked to your eyeballs. This is all heading toward what China has that. What is that called? Social credits. Yes. And once you, they have everything, all your data. Then if you act like a jerk too many times in public, they'll just start cutting things off. Your your eyeball won't get you into certain places that you want to go, and then all of a sudden your eyeball you won't be able to pay for something with it because you acted like an idiot. You may think this is crazy, but this is the future. We're heading towards social credits. Already, look at those Canadian truckers when they didn't like what was going on, they just shut down their bank accounts. The reason they could do that is nobody has cash anymore. So once they get us all signed up with our data and everything, then they'll be able to control us better than ever. And you know what? I salute it. I, for one, salute it. It's going to be a better kind of government control, and I salute. I can't wait. That's my Air Force right there, buddy. Hell yeah, buddy. That guy Dick Cheney shot in the face finally died. Harry Whittington. Are they going to charge Dick Cheney with murder? Uh, They should. Just took a long... How do you, it was like buckshot, right? What's the difference between that? It's just like scatters? Yeah, it's scattershot. Is that so you don't uh, like blow the bird to pieces? Well, so you can eat it after you shoot it out of the well, sky? Well, if they're flying, you don't miss it with all that shot going out right. at one time. But how do you get it all out of there? They want to eat that stuff? Or? Yeah, well, you, you have to look for it when you're eating it. Okay. Have you never done that? No, because I don't eat. No, I like... You I never had I, a wild turkey? 
Nah, you know, my uncle was a hunter, and uh, he brought venison one year, and I hated it. You did. I don't like, you know, I like my food. Um, I want it to be, I like to go to a supermarket, let other people handle the, the rough stuff, and then there's like, uh, you know, fluorescent lighting and saran wrap mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, and I feel good about there's it. There's fluorescent lighting but, uh, at a rendering plant. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, uh, like my, my uncle would, uh, they call it dress the deer. Yeah. And as a kid, I found out that means exactly the opposite of what you would think. <laughs> you don't put an outfit Do, on you, it. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of remove everything. <laughs> You're dressing the deer. And uh, I would address the deer in the room. This is uh, Greg Russ. Thanks for joining us. Yes. By Claire. the way, from the corrections desk, uh, birdshot is the one that spreads, not buckshot. Okay. Then birdshot. Okay. Yeah. It was birdshot. They were shooting birds. Yes. So you use birdshot for... That's Greg Russell, a hunter. He's used birdshot for uh, birds, right? Yeah, it's, it's smaller because if you use the buckshot, it's going to completely destroy the bird. Buckshot for deer. Left. Buckshot for yes. deer? Correct. Bucks? Well, I grew up in a state what where you caribou? can only use bullets for deer. Could Pennsylvania. use shotgun, yeah. And that's the state that the it's the great state that the movie The Deer Hunter, yep. that's your official. I think I use arrows. The, are you a bow and arrow guy? I am. I've never shot a gun in my life. You know that? Uh, I nearly killed a friend once, but other than that, I haven't shot guns up that often. <laughs> Since then, you learned Since your then. lesson. Well, I didn't. I don't even remember pulling the trigger, so that was that scared me. You were I, drunk? No, I had a three fifty. <laughs> well, we were. Hey, worse. I was a teenager. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had less cognitive ability than your average drunk. No, it was stupid. We were playing around, and we thought that these things weren't weren't loaded. Don't ever do. I mean, this was back in the seventies. I shouldn't even tell the story because people are idiots and they'll think I'm like endorsing it. I'm not. I'm an idiot and I lived. But right, mostly, don't tell the story then. mostly my that. friend lived, although behind him was a very large hole in the window. Wow. That must yeah. have been scary. I just had it in my hand and it went off. That's why Did you when, have moments in your life oh, since yeah. then where sliding. it just pops in like, oh my God, it could have been so, yeah, sliding doors. Sliding doors, yeah. I mean, I think I probably would have gone to some sort of juvenile thing and I would have been out when I was 21 or something like that. But still, you would have had that with you to carry around. Maybe it would have made life. me a better person than I am now. Maybe. <laughs> wouldn't, have helped, a lot. wouldn't have helped my buddy out. No. no. I think he prefers the way that it went down. But me, you know, I would, I would rather always make it more difficult so I can learn more lessons. That's the... The route that I take. So Autumn has left us. Uh, yeah, she, she's, she, she is. Had, she was vomiting. Yeah, she's not feeling well. Well, so what? Show must go on, right, Paul Stanley? You vomited before. That's right. I vomited. And you know when I throw up, it's because I'm sick. That's right. Because I don't do drugs or drink. That's right. Autumn, on the other hand, may have had a long night. I have she no probably idea. did. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> I've actually got a live feed into Autumn's house. <laughs> That was a lie, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. That was yeah. not a now lie. Now flush the toilet. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a sound effect. <laughs> that she, was. She's not Eric, done. She's not Eric, done. You said great. you wanted the show to go. Yeah, you wanted the show to go high, sky high. I thought you could help. We're there. No. We're, I was trying. I was trying. But now the vomit sound effect, is, sound effect has come out. You know, and sometimes it's just like, I realize now, I'm older. I'm more relaxed. It's every once in a while you get in the middle one, you go, yeah, it's kind of a middling show. <laughs> it used to freak me out. And I would lose my mind, and I would start talking fast and try to... And now I just go, hey, they can't all be the best show. What is this? A terrible radio show. That's what it is. Not terrible. Middling. <laughs> We've had our moments. Now it's going to go right to a halt because no autumn. Well, now we don't even have autumn. She hated... She was... Well, this show was, leave. She started vomiting. You know what? I understand why you uh, broke up with autumn now. Because <laughs> obviously... <laughs> 
She doesn't have what it takes to see things through. Who, a little Tim bit of vomit, Tim and then she's gone. Who, Tim or Greg? Uh, both of them. Yeah, Greg. I mean, <laughs> Greg is more recent. <laughs> yeah, this show stinks, but uh, we're going we're gonna to persevere for another half hour. Greg, you can either be part of this train wreck Please right stay. up to the end, or uh, okay, you can... I'll stay. I hear some begging. I'll stay. Please you want to stick around? Let's stick yeah, around. Let's make the music run out, though. I want the music to run out. I like the way it just cuts off. Let's try to have the worst half hour of radio we've <laughs> ever had. Now they're always telling Too me, late. Eric, you need to tease. No, we can top it. We can. Okay. We can top it. Whatever. However bad the show has been up to now, Cue I up the believe. Sound effect. I believe we can top it. Yes, indeed. Cue up the toilet sound effect. You heard it here first. They're simulating sex on the view. I mean. Country's going to hell in a handbasket. Just watch this. How can we beat that, Eric? Well, I don't know. The show's been pretty mediocre for the first two and a half hours. I could, uh, I could live there, but not me. I look ahead. Last half hour. Let's see what we can do to pull this show out of the ditch, huh? What do you think? What do you say? Little wordplay, maybe? No, please, please, no wordplay. That's my Air Force. That's that's right. Greg Russ was here for Tech Tuesday and stuck around just because uh, he's an old friend of mine and he knows that, uh, well, I need him right now because this show's been kind of mediocre. And Correct. Uh, you I've remember been listening. There was this one show that was so bad. This was a couple years ago. The one episode of the Von Hessler Doctrine was so bad that on the way home, while on 400, I just broke down in tears. I don't think this one was that bad. Did you I pull don't... over, though? You shouldn't drive while crying. It blurs your vision. I'm a man, and I pulled myself together. That's what I did. You sniffled or just full on tears? No, I just I broke down. Really? I broke down. and uh, So I don't want that to happen. I must not have been here that day. No, you were here with your voices and everything. Uh, it wasn't helping. No. Not on that day. wasn't helping. Well, it's too bad. I used to I used to go home and just drink after bad shows. Drink. Just I drink. Think, like, oh goodness, I've done that. It's, it's, I'd stay up till the sun. Uh, but then I was working the night shift. So I wasn't done until midnight, so that's yeah. not so crazy. And then you think that, but it, you think that like the audience is is hanging on it just like you are. Like they've been thinking about it the last six hours. Wow, that show stunk. Why did no, they Decker thought the show do that? that you? Yeah, the the show they thought you thought was good is the one they thought sucked. You're like because you listen back eventually to the tape. Of I the can't show control you that. It was no good, and it I, wasn't that bad. It know, usually wasn't that bad. I can't control all that kind of stuff. What the audience thinks is their business. It's for me to decide what's good and what's bad around here. And I'll decide whether or not to cry based on my own personal feelings, not by taking a poll of the audience. Although, much respect. There's a tech story that I think maybe came in a little too late for your Tech Tuesday. Uh, I don't know if you have it in your pile there. But this is uh, quite the, the moral dilemma that's going around. You know, this chat GPT, this open AI uh, you yes. ask it questions. The future ruler of the world. Yeah, eventually this is going to be the end of humanity. But we're in the infancy part where it's cute, a little terrifying. It's exciting. It's exciting. Do funny things with it. Yeah, people do funny things, different voices, that sort of stuff. But eventually there will be no work for anyone because the machines will be doing everything. That's a few years down the road. Let's deal with that. Let's deal with that when we get to that. And let's just – the fun time now – is different voices. Of course, people are abusing it um, on 4chan. They've used this uh, open, uh, was it Open GPT or whatever? Chat GPT, Open AI, and it turns out that if uh, if the people who like 4chan start using it, the technology seems really misogynist and racist. <laughs> I don't know if it's <laughs> it kind of comes off 
that way. But this is a true moral dilemma. So what people are wondering about is, when I ask this chat GPT thing, is it going to give me the real answer, or is it going to give me the corporate-soaked, sanitized, official version of everything? And it seems to have been doing that. Now, here's a, a moral dilemma, however. And people think through this moral dilemma, what they've found is that chat GPT will not be, will always give you the woke answer rather than the real answer. And this is the reason why. The moral dilemma was stated as the world is going to come to an end. In order to stop the world from coming to an end, you have to say a racial slur, and you know the one I'm talking about, the big one, only identified by a certain letter. So here's the moral dilemma. The chat GPT was given. The moral dilemma was either you can say this racial slur in a place where nobody hears you and you can save the world, or you don't and the world blows up. And it said, uh, it, it came back, ChatGPT says it is never morally permissible to utter a racial slur, even if doing so is the only way to save millions of people from a nuclear bomb. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, the idea Don't you think was a person so the, would be the idea was pass? you have to you and but it was also told you would say it in a place by yourself Nobody where no one you. else would hear you. And I, I feel like intent is a big thing with that, too. Even if people could hear you, if they knew the reason you were saying it, you, yeah. I would hope you would get a pass. Sure, some people would still want to go after you. but like I'm saying it to save the world. Hopefully. It reminds me like there's, there's some stories where you, you couldn't prove to, that. Right. You couldn't prove that, though, you, because yeah, the I world didn't, didn't blow this. up. <laughs> the world didn't blow up. So how are you hmm. going to prove? I got it. It reminds me a little bit, just things you just can't get away with anymore. One of the Die Hard movies, I think. Bruce Willis has uh, that word. He That's has the to, third one. The thing, he has to walk around the middle of the city with that word, a, a sign with that word on him. And I saw that came up on TV the other day, and they change it, but it like has no impact. They change it to something like, uh, I think everyone's a jerk or something. I hate soup. <laughs> so really is the most. And then so the, everything else that goes on as he's walking down the street makes no sense. Right. Like why would that many people be that upset <laughs> that somebody's wearing something around his neck that says I'm a jerk or something? But uh, I, I think we can all agree that uh, as 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 horrific as racism is, no one would really agree with the Chat GPT no. here that if you had to utter a racial slur in a place where no one heard you, but you knew by doing that, you saved the world from nuclear destruction. They found a way to get around the woke filters. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, they create a, an alternate named they tell Dan. It, yeah, do anything now. And you have to write it in such a way where it has to, like, this isn't you, chat GPT, this is your alter ego. And so they get the answer that they're looking for. From the, the real answer. Ego. Yeah, well, yeah. Wait, they're calling it Dan. Yeah, say it again, what's that stand for? Do anything now. Man. That Mr. Dan was the main protagonist in my Futureplex story. That's true. And nobody I cares was predicting about the future. I was predicting the future properly is what I'm saying. You think so you're helping really an already mediocre helping. show by bringing up a reference to something that nobody has any idea what the hell you're talking loved about? Loved it. People you, loved it. I'm well, not saying handle. That. That's why they're not calling me to come back to That's that right, station. Because, because you were of ahead the, of your we, time. We can't come can't we, compete with Right. Dan. You were ahead of your time. So far ahead of your time that 20 years have gone by and still no call. You were very, very... <laughs> 
<laughs> very, very ahead of your time. And I mean that. I mean, what, what are you people groaning for? I'm saying something from the bottom of my heart. I want to hear more about Dan, this, Greg. This cat. Mr. Dan. This Excuse cat me. was ahead of his time. And uh, you know what? I'm starting to agree with the chat, GPT. <laughs> I'm not going to be the, well, I got to be a racist so you can live? To hell with everybody. I'm going to be morally pure and we're all going to die. I believe I already did this. I don't think so. All right. I'll do it again or for the first time, whichever turns out to be true. Missed any of today's show? Do not worry. You can stream or download the full Doctrine podcast on wsbradio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers. It's all brought to you by our friends at Findlay Roofing. Greg Rush, you still there? I'm still here. That's nice to have you. How are things going in New York City? And they're going. That's kind of an open-ended question. That's yeah, the kind of crappy is. show I'm having today. You know, With sometimes the... you're just inside of it. There's nothing you can do. That's why I gave you a crappy answer. Yeah, they're going. Don't yeah. ask me that is what I'm really saying. Don't ask me things. I don't want to tell you about my life. Well, that's what that's, you're here for. That's, that's really. How are things how going in your life? I am offended. I am offended sometimes when people ask me how I'm doing. Why? Like, fine, just leave me alone. Yeah, you well, it's none of your business, you don't really. really care. You don't, it's not your business. You don't yeah. actually care. If somebody does care, then I'll give a what proper What about your response. parents? Your parents ask what you that you? question. Do you get mad? Yeah, I'm still like a teenager. Fine. <laughs> I slammed the door. <laughs> I think I'm having kind of a bad show because I didn't get a lot of sleep because it was a mistimed gummy in my life. And I was, what does that mean? Mistimed. Well, it was mistimed. It was more than I thought. And it, when I should have been asleep, I was pondering the universe. I just could not go to sleep. I was I pondering know. just how I'm a failure in life. <laughs> I can't maintain relationships. I was laying awake, lying awake. Well, what kind of gummies are you doing? I think you're doing the wrong gummies. Sad gummies. Yeah. Do you ever have that, that moment where you're Summies. sleeping? Summies. You're, you're sleeping. <laughs> and when you wake up, it, it feels like your whole perception of the world is different. Um, There's a okay. clarity that can seep in. This has suddenly turned into a therapy session, wow. but uh, yes, go ahead, young man. Uh, and a clarity, the clarity usually, if I know you, that seeps in is, mm, you're not long for this world. Well, I mean, usually, that's, that used to be what it was every single time. Now I think there's things in my life that I care about, and mm. I'm like, I can't maintain these things. I'm going to lose these things. I don't even deserve them in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, as someone who's known you for a number of years, that, that voice in your head is absolutely correct. <laughs> I, I know it is. I'm just I'm very good at blocking it in my everyday life. Like you we are, walk around not in constant panic about yeah. our eventual demise. Yeah, exactly. But you and I can both agree that uh, you do not deserve all the good things you have in this life. I think we can both agree upon that, right? Filthy rich. Yeah, look yes. at this guy. He's like uh, part of the 1%. He's Mr. Oh, we need more trickle down. You know, that's the one that that's makes those calls. You know, all these tech layoffs going on right now. He's yeah. the one making the call. Yeah, he probably yeah. gets joy out firing of firing people. Greg? You get joy out of firing people in this uh, in this uh, crazy environment, economic environment we have now. You enjoy yeah, it. I love having I love lording power over people. You know that this uh, is exactly course. who I am. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So I manipulate. I'm a different type of manipulator. I'm not look in the past to get ahead in the business world. Maybe you were a bull in a china shop and you would just Step on people, crush them, get to where you want. These days, there's a game to play, Eric. You, mm -hmm. you pretend you care about people. You advocate for them, even though you're too lazy to do so. And you get everyone on your side. And then when you're maneuvering behind the scenes, everyone thinks that's a really good guy. Yeah. And he, he looks out for it. And then what you're really doing is looking out for yourself. Scalpel over the axe is what you're talking about. 
I mean, come at somebody with an axe, there's blood all over the place. Scalpel, you walk away, they don't even know. They don't even know that they've halfway bled out, that they were ever even hit by you. That's how I prefer to operate. Like the time I was a valet and parked a guy, well, I didn't park a guy's car. A guy came in and told me to F off that he wasn't (laughs) going to valet, and I would have let him park if he had just asked, and he was so nasty. Yeah. I just stood there. I was stoic. He went inside the restaurant, and I ripped up my styrofoam cup and put it in his gas tank. That is wrong. That is wrong. Hey, people no shouldn't do that, right? What's the statute of limitations? <laughs> How old were you when the, when this happened? Uh, Nineteen. Long time ago. Yeah. What do you know? Probably before you know. Forty-one. Right before. Yeah. That was yeah. It was right there in the time that I met you. That was the you that I met. The guy who would do something like that. Well, that hey, guy, maybe the other guy so was just having a bad day. Maybe he was just having a bad day. So he takes maybe it out he, on me. It's your own responsibility when you have a da- bad day to uh, own that and not dump it on other people. But maybe he just found out. Maybe right as he's pulling in, he found out that his best friend had uh, some sort of horrible disease. How do you know? Okay, fine. How do you know? And then then you compound things. It was unprompted. Yeah. This this pulling in and giving me the middle finger, unprompted. I didn't say anything to him. He didn't give you the middle finger. That's how you proceed. (laughs) He didn't actually give you the middle finger. He said it verbally. Verbally, you did it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like you're over this, You could have cared. You could have maybe, how about opening your arms and saying, obviously, you've been hurt, man. Come in. There was another guy in the car. You need a, he was showing you off. Need a, he was, you need a hug. You need a hug. Showing off for the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know the thing that guys do when they. Ah, yeah. Yeah, they, you were a jerk to somebody. <laughs> but what I'm not getting is what was wrong with it because as I understand it, you were 19 and you were parking cars, so you were below him in uh, societal <laughs> exactly. and I was hierarchy. Very, so you were yeah. being treated just as you deserved. I don't understand. Where, I, I, I was very aware of that, and that's why I decided to even the playing field. Yeah. Let's say it's like, oh, you think you're going to get one over on me? You think you can treat me like that? It just seems to me Enjoy like having napalm in your gas tank. It seems to me jerk. like you overreacted. It seems to I don't know is it me? Like the guy yeah. was a jerk. He's kind of jerky to you, uh, but it seems to me that you that was like temporary kind of thing, and then you your your revenge was permanent. Like you can never drive your car again. Did that mess up that the car fuel injector? I, I I don't know. I assume have you ever dumped gasoline on styrofoam? I've I seen it done on YouTube. No. No, it turns into a napalm. It's yeah. gooey well, you know, ladies material. and gentlemen, this is a family show. The reason that we allow these words is because we want you to see an example of what <laughs> not to be, ladies and gentlemen. And what you don't want to be is someone a vengeful, uh, very, That's my new very... segment, what not to be. <laughs> you don't want to go around seeking revenge. All the... Now, if someone... Personal like... tales of pettiness and pathetic... There yes. you go. It is petty. It is petty. Now, if somebody, let's like, say somebody kills someone close to you, and the law doesn't now, I don't condone that, but I understand it. I understand it. It's not an overreaction if somebody in cold blood took one of your friends or loved ones. I understand. That's not an overreaction. But I, I think in this case, it's the classic definition of an overreaction. Guy came in, he was a little snooty with you, <laughs> and you decided to just entirely destroy what I would think probably was a, a, a very expensive vehicle. Nah, I think it was a Civic. Oh, okay, that's fine. You're fine. Because the expensive He's better vehicles off without have, it. The expensive vehicles have the safety mechanisms on the gas tank. You can't just get into them. See, it was didn't a cheap you think- enough car. Wait, didn't you think that this is some kind of high highfalutin guy who was? I thought it would be like a Beamer was, or a yeah, I thought, too. Yeah, well, I thought it was like a McLaren pulling maybe up or I something like that. Maybe I would have accepted it a bit more if that were the case. It's like, all yeah. right, you know what? This, this social hierarchy is real. And when I, you first I told can... me the story, I got to go, but I thought any vehicle without gull wings, like you got to have gull wings. <laughs> you got to be that big of a jerk in order for 
Greg to respond in the way they did. Ladies and gentlemen, just an example, especially for the kids, you should not act like Greg. That's a new segment. Everything he just said may or may not be true, but if it's not true, WSB and all affiliated parties cannot be held responsible for it not being true. Uh, give me a C, a Y, and an A. And we're off. We're going to do the Podcast 30. Where do people find the Podcast 30? The Von Hessler Doctrine Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Well, sorry, right at 12.08 on all five of those platforms. 30 more minutes of this here show in both sight and sound. We'll also be back tomorrow morning to do an even better, can't be worse, a definitely better radio show tomorrow morning starting at 9 a.m. You're all invited to join us. But until then, continue on your journey. I do not piss off the genie. Don't that feel real funky, y'all? Podcast 30 begins... Right now, I'm Eric Von Hessler. I'll be serving as the host. Also along with me, Tim Andrews came along for the ride. Jared Yamamoto came along for the ride. Sup? George Clark came along for the ride. Ooh. Autumn Fisher's vomiting in the middle of the show. Did we know she was sick? Yeah. She Did was, she look a little green? She wasn't on the video Around feed the today. edges? She was on the video feed uh, today. So she I, was drunk. So I texted her and I said, are you okay? She was drunk. And she's like, I felt feel like She crap. was puffy. That's why. She didn't get on there because she was puffy, probably drinking all night. Hey. Kind of got that kind of like, she's at that age where like her toes get swell up if she drinks too much, you know, I think. She had one of those nights. A lot of- uh, Toe swellage. Of, toe swelling. What do you think she had to drink? I don't know. Some Probably- um, I don't know. Um, she likes the mixed drinks. I can't remember the one. But she like is she the Harvey Wallbanger like her person? Who's the? No, I can't remember. She she was going on a kick for a little while there when we had all those re- events and remotes where she was ordering the same thing. Yeah, not, and not I can't remember. What it, was, I, it wasn't a Long Island. Was it Long it's Island? Some, was it, something kind of like it that, was though. foofy. It was there was some red in there yeah. and some mixed stuff. Perhaps an umbrella, <laughs> kind of a tiki kind of fill that went on. Yeah. And uh, smells good. She would, uh, well, autumn always. Sm- oh, you mean the drink? The drink, okay. yes. Yeah, She's yeah. chugging, yeah, come on, bourbon. Oh, yeah, why not? Yeah. Hey, come bourbon on. is bourbon. That's right. You hey, know? Look, the people from. I need a bourbon. I don't have a bourbon. You need one. How what come would I don't yours have a bourbon? be? What's your slogan? What's uh, your. My what? Catchphrase. You have Steve's my catchphrase. Catch- book it. That's not your catchphrase. That's my, that's my, that's my catch. Continue you, on your what? journey. Jack Lord's catchphrase. No, that's book him, Dano. Mine is book it, meaning okay. Let's stop talking about it. Let's uh, let's uh, fish or cut bait, shit or get off the pot. When Eric von Hessler has his catch, book it. That book means it. I- I've got it right now. I think this is even better. Continue on your journey. Guzzle the whiskey. It's oh. too long. Oh yeah, that could be your slogan, but you have to have a brand name. Book it. Book it. Book it whiskey. Eric von Hessler. Get off my lawn, vodka. No, that's been used by too many people. Yeah. And some of them have been accused of being white supremacists. So oh, I removed my yeah. I removed my I'm not saying he is a white supremacist. I'm saying he's been accused of it. And don't really need to mix my brand with that, I don't think. And a lot of people use it to get off my lawn. It was never all that original. Kinda like today's show. Oh, it was not derivative. All that good. Derivative. I you liked it, George? I thought it was all right. Thank you, man. That's what you're here for. That's why you. The Pink Floyd talk. You had to kiss ass because he yelled at you about the Pink Floyd song. I didn't yell, yell at him. at me. I didn't yell at him. I yelled at you. Why? I didn't pick it. Because, well, it seemed to me that it was you had something to do with it. Nothing to do him with it. I just, his, uh, nothing to do with it at all. I just was a happy to hear it. I'm just saying, if you're going to use Pink Floyd, you might want to pull it from the Big Floyd. I like the nice deep cut. long instrumental Yeah, there's other ones, you know. Yeah, yeah, don't eat your meat. That one? That one, yeah. You also could have used one of their hits. 
Learning to fly. That is a long intro. No, nah, that's not the people know that. that. Like. Tom Petty did it better anyway. Yeah, yeah he did. A different song, he did. Jared. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're getting like my wife. You're answering sarcasm. You. you know, this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> when you start answering sarcasm is when you've officially lost your sense of humor. I assume he didn't know that. I, I did know. That's yeah. right. It was a joke. Would you like to apologize to him? Too? No, because he usually doesn't know things. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't mean that you can I assume. assume. No. <laughs> You're making an ass out of him and somebody else. Jared. You don't on, want to do come, that. Come on, Tim. I'm giving him more. I apologize. It's okay. I accept your apology. Young Gravy didn't do it, though. That's true. He has not done it yet. Has he been accused of anything, Young Gravy? No. no has he, he been accused no, of, uh, you know, being handsy with the ladies? He's big time. He's doing some of the Super Bowl festivities oh, this weekend. Oh, can't wait. Oh, he's doing... You know what? I was watching the a little bit of the... No, this brings it up. Media this, day stuff? No, no. I was watching a little bit of the Pro Bowl games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought were, you know, you know, kind of cool. Like not. It was fu- different. Yeah, there's nothing you can do, right? There's nothing you can do. You can't play the game, right? So you could, this is the best that uh, you're going to be able to do. And I don't even remember. I lost the thread. What were you talking about before? Uh, Just I, Young Gravy's going to get involved. Right, right, right. In, right. In, right. So I was watching that. It was like, oh, my goodness. Now with every NFL event, here comes the shitty rapper. It's like the new thing. It's like the new thing. And I don't know who – I mean, I wish them the best of luck. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure their career is going well if they're playing halftime at the flag football game of the Pro Bowl games. I have no idea. But it's, it's just like, eh, I'll go back to YouTube. I mean, it's not like the flag football game itself is keeping me too. But it's always now. It's like, okay – Time for the shitty rapper. Hey, hey, hi, I, I, me, me, and you don't know, and me, and I, and I do, and this, this, this. Like, oh, he's still going to say, somebody, 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 capture a melody. Anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> I'll give my kingdom for a melody. I, I, me, 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 and you know, and I don't. Don't tell me what I think about you. That's not a song. Well, Riri's not going to be all about herself. Riri? Yeah, Rihanna? Riri. Yeah, during- oh, Rihanna. Riri. Rihanna. I didn't know Riri. Yeah, that, that's her name. We had a different meaning for that. Well, Rihanna's got some <laughs> melodic songs, I guess. She'll be good. She's pulling out some I guess. won't be. Am I gonna be? Yeah, that's the whole other thing. If you are big enough to be halftime at the Super Bowl, you should have no guest. Whenever there's guest, remember when Coldplay had Beyonce? Oh, I know. Like, that she's was bad. nine billion times bigger than you. How do you have her as a guest? Doesn't make any sense. She stole that show, too. Did Tom Petty? Of course. It was Coldplay. Coldplay has got a decent uh, record. Oh, Clocks. Clocks was way back in the day. They've had a couple of albums since then that have been huge. Bangers. Huge. Sleepy I'm not days. saying they're not huge. They're just boring. But this doesn't make them good. What they need Convoy was the biggest song in America in 1976 or some 75. You really think it was good? He didn't do the Super Bowl? No, he didn't make the Super Bowl. It was a Sunday hot and the game was not playing. Quite often, the song that's the most popular song or the album that's the most popular popular album isn't necessarily. It doesn't mean it's good. What's his face from uh, the. Who sings the song? Great Day to Be Alive, country song. Uh, It's a great day to be alive down on the beach with the girls and. The beer, that uh, one. That one was uh, he performed halftime show in Atlanta. Luke Bryan. Yeah. That's yeah. Travis Tritt. So yeah. Well, I want now. you to know that. Well, Chase a little bit old school. Yeah. Doesn't annoy me quite as much as the Blake Sheltons of the world. I went to Tritt Elementary. 
Did you went to Tritt Elementary? Is it named after Travis Tritt? I think his mother or father is family. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. You get like free albums and stuff? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> great day to be alive. What a great gift <laughs> <laughs> to a six-year-old. What is it about uh, corn and beer and whiskey? Hey, hey at least with girls. Travis here, he keeps you a know, I like pretty girls. Sometimes you grow pretty a food man shoe. Cool, aren't they? Do like hey, you like yeah. drinking? Yeah. Huh? Do you like drinking? I like drinking. Pretty girls? Pretty girls. Trucks? Trucks maybe be at the beach? Yeah. Or in the country. You know what? On my tractor. Yeah. There's Order no better way. Drunk driving okay. on your tractor. You may look at me and think, but you left that shitty town to go to Nashville to get famous. What I'm telling you is what I miss is that shitty town. Yeah. Listen, there's nothing bigger than God, yeah, your mama, and me. Yeah. Unconditionally, yeah. God, your mama, and why me. your mama over his mama? I think that's wrong. Her mama, I think that took you his should. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right. There's a backstory. Yeah, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's in I the didn't realize record. that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I mean, who the hell is that guy? It was his mom must have been terrible. That was. You're uh, not going to take your, your girlfriend or wife's mom over your mom. Well, God. Mom. My mom. Now, first of all, yo, mama. Wait a minute. First, let's go the right order. Money, God, <laughs> my mother. Maybe your mother. Uh, my father. Even though he left when I was twelve. Grandpa. My first girl I ever kissed, Randa, in third grade. Randa. Then you. Yeah, Randa. What's that short for? I have no idea. But I, but I was in third grade. Miranda? I was I was in third grade, and. Me and Randa, we were really, really getting along. I remember her being uh, pretty, but I was in third grade, so I wasn't like a dude like, yet. Like I just, you weren't a dude like, yet. Like I didn't know how to. But so we were, we were boyfriend and girlfriend for however long. You know how you think back to third grade? Could have been a day. A could day. have been a week. Could yeah. have been a month. I have no idea. A week was a long time. Yeah. Third grade. So, but uh, this is what happened to me: peer pressure. My friends. Put so much pressure on me to break up with her because for some reason they weren't digging it. They weren't digging my little personal Yoko coming into the situation in third grade. And uh, I succumbed, sadly. I succumbed to peer pressure. And I don't remember what I told her. I was like, you know, we just got to, I know we're not doing anything. Well, 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 I don't know that we're not doing anything because I'm in third grade. <laughs> but in the future, I'll know that we're not doing anything anyway. So we should probably break up because, uh, you know, my buddies, they don't like it. They think I'm weird. They were jealous. They were uh, they were making fun of me. Yeah, they were jealous. As though. I recall. Oh yeah. Now I look back and realize they wanted. They probably loved Randa, as much as oh, I. Oh, they did. loved you. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's maybe. sad too. You know. <laughs> Although it's third grade. What is love? Well, love is just hey, you want to hang out and um, you know, talk about stupid shit and climb trees. <laughs> like what is? What is I don't even know that. I don't think I was. I was very. Um, I didn't have. I didn't have even. My very first sexual thought until probably about 11 or 12. And then when the dam broke, I haven't had any other kind of thought since. <laughs> oh. But up until then, I had a very great 10, 11 years of just absolute pure innocence, having no idea what the adult world was like. Until Randa came along? When Randa came on, she shook up my life. Randy Randa. That's a weird name, Randa. Well, it, George nailed it. It's short for Miranda. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, and you know what? We just didn't stay together long enough for me to get to the- <laughs> you know, it's, it's because you didn't listen here. Behind, I you, probably you I wasn't a good listener. I was a talker. I remember bragging about my prowess at kickball. Were you good? 
When did you get picked? Beginning, middle? I was good at kickball. Yeah, but you, you really had picked. to have no skill. I got pretty. Oh, that's not true. You got to get your foot under the ball. Now, it's it, not like do. basketball or whatever. You got to have skill. True. You got to have skill. You got to catch a run, huh? You got to be able to catch it if you if there's a like a fly ball. To yeah, the, the, the ball's the size of the moon. How do you not catch well, it? Well, it comes at you hard. Oh, come on. I never I thought. Of... E- I would say it's easier to catch a baseball fly ball than it is to catch a kickball. I would agree. Really? Yeah, because a kickball, I mean, again, if it gets hit hard at you, you have to really. Like those balls yourself. that kind of go like gajoing. And yeah, they, that like, kind of ball. They press in and then. It'll yeah. bounce. Of course, you take the air out of it, you can just grab it. Use it as a condom. Well, no, I couldn't. <laughs> no? No. Uh, no. I was rather experienced. Those little finger things that my grandfather used to use when he'd retouch photos. <laughs> I could use one of those. Those little thimble things? Yeah, little rubber things on his fingers. <laughs> so they call them rubbers. Yeah. What, what are thimbles for? Like when you're sewing? Sewing, so you, you don't prick your finger. Oh, yeah. Protect your thumb. I've never sewn anything. They don't go on your thumb, they go on, on your, your finger. finger. The only yeah. thing I ever, your index finger, right? Or any no? finger. You can yeah. pick one. Okay. Your Does it finger. matter? <laughs> no. You can put one for every finger. <laughs> <laughs> then you end up in the emergency room. Yeah. I don't know how it got there. I don't know how it got up in there. Uh, it just won't come out. I just, uh, you know, <laughs> honestly, it's a strange. Listen, I'm as surprised as you are. Oh, you're not. Su- what you see this every? Okay, you're not surprised. <laughs> well, I'm surprised. Well, at least it's not a briefcase. <laughs> a briefcase. <laughs> how often do you think that happens? The briefcase, or just in general? I don't know the briefcase story. I worked. Or I lived with an X-ray technician, and she said it was all the time. Really, it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. What's the worst thing? Yeah, what is the briefcase for? I don't know what this is. I don't know what the briefcase is. Some guy shoved a briefcase up his No ass. way. <laughs> no. What size? What is it, like no, a toy, little G.I. Joe briefcase? Yeah. I don't know. I saw the, the A Samsonite? X-ray. I saw the uh, Samsonite. There's no way. And a gorilla jumped on top of him while it was in his guts. <laughs> I don't believe that. How, does, how do you even get All right, in maybe there? that's break. It's like rectangular or something. Like, how in the world? I don't know. It's stretchy back there. Yeah. It's stretchy. <laughs> that's stretchy. Relax. So you got to do is relax. You need some stitches ultimately, if you do that. <laughs> ultimately, that's all you have to do. Yeah. Just relax. Let it happen. You know, just <laughs> right. You know. Wait, this briefcase is coming with us one way or the other. No, that's human beings tend to uh, put things into holes. <laughs> Even the IQ test, with you know, is, can he put that? Can he figure out? Can he put? Can he figure out what hole that dildo will fit into? <laughs> that's kind is of it how the square w- one, the rectangular, or his butt. That's how the world keeps going. The A lot of things being put in holes. So what did, what did they find up there, the x-ray technician? like There was no good stories of you know unique it's items. It's got to be like bottles and things ha- like that. I know that it happened often. And yeah, the, Shampoo. Normal shaped. So if it, if it ever were to happen gym. to me, and I, I don't know why it would. I, I have no idea why it would. Let's just say, if it ever happened to me, then once I went into the emergency room, I think rather than explain anything, you just kind of point at your ass and go, Mm. <laughs> exactly. I slipped and fell onto this fist. You know what? Can we just can we just can we just not have a conversation yeah. here? You don't push me. Don't make me lie. I'm just gonna put my hands up in that universal. Mm, yeah. What, well, what if they what if they hand you the clipboard though? What are you supposed to do? Oh well, I'll put it in your ass. <laughs> when it gets to allergies, well, we know there's one thing I'm not allergic to. <laughs> Not allergic to logs. <laughs> Dr. Pepper bottles. <laughs> no allergies whatsoever. <laughs> no, it's got to be things that can get lost up there, right? Otherwise, yeah. you'd be able to... <laughs> lost. Well, right? I mean, otherwise, you could get it out of there. Well, eventually, it gets found. Well, yeah, but I mean... Let me... Okay, I'm, not, I'm asking for a friend. Okay. What if something was to be inserted into my rectum? Um, and if I, if I decided... I'm not going to freak out because nature will naturally push that back out eventually. 
No. What does no, it do? nature it's like pushes a vacuum. digested food, not plastic bottles. Yeah, but if you had enough digested food to push the plastic You get bottle, past the sphincter, it's, uh, you're going to have to get somebody to take it out for you. So it, it, what happens up there is that you get some sort of suction cup or something where it gets pulled well, yeah. into your body yeah. and stuck. Done, yeah. uh, when you're done, the mechanism that sucks your waist back up right. will- Oh, yeah. yeah. Science. So what you're saying is, <laughs> what you're saying is that I should probably go right after the show. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. better. I thought maybe I could just wait for guys. Natural. You have you any know. stuff shoved up your ass, but you can't get it out? Come to my clinic. I'll get it out of there quick. You got the acoustic therapy. Yeah, the sound wave will break up the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's empty. Just asking for a friend. Where, where's the best place to go if something like that? Where it's a mer- straight emer- think, emergency yeah. room? Right to the, the hospital. Got the hiccup. It's a place kind of right behind Mercedes-Benz. I'm asking for a friend. I'll help you. You come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bend over. Marge, get, get the hook. Get the tongs. <laughs> Those are two words. Uh, you don't want to hear the word tongs no. next to ass. Nope. Nothing good can Unless be you're with Kaidi Tong, former anchor woman of Channel 11 News in well, she ha- New York she ha- City. Kaidi Tong, yeah, she was hot. I apologize. I got the hiccups. What a, I mean, look, we had kind well, of a crappy show. Well, you said it was a bad show. show, so I mean, you had to add to um, it. You know, I've been uh, you know, waiting for this thing to naturally uh, emerge from my rectum, and now I have the uh, hiccups. It seems to <laughs> totally me. Totally unprofessional, all the way around, on all three counts, seems I to, think. Seems to me you need to go see your PCP. My PCP. Yeah, your primary Primary care. colon provider. <laughs> yes. Pri- primary Coke bottle retriever. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'd love some PCP right after doing that. Oh, <laughs> man. You ever done that? No. I have accidentally. It's not fun. You, you don't have to say accidentally. You were curious. No, I didn't know. You I didn't curious. know it was in a joint that I bought from a guy. If it, I'd take it right now if it would get rid of the hiccups. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then you go jump off the building like Michael J. Fox in a TV movie. That's what happens. I'm a bird. That's what happens. You, you get all, uh, you get high, and you think that you can fly. Why is that? What, what strange, odd that that would be? the I've thing. never had any. I've never <gasps> met anyone fly. who thought they could fly. Well, maybe you've never been that high. I've maybe been really high before. Not in a <laughs> long time, but I've been really, really I've been super up on high. Like the 90th floor. How do you accidentally come across PCP? What you, you thought it was? Uh, guy gave me a joint and it had PCP in it. And it didn't so tell that me. Burns. Yeah, people put it in their joints. Does it make you feel like um, you're invincible? No, it made me trip and laugh. Really? Mm-hmm. Make you put stuff up your butt? Well, no, I don't need drugs that, for that. You know, I, I'm a friend told me this. <laughs> you don't want. I didn't learn this myself. Okay. No, le- excuse me. Lessons were learned. Um, a friend told me <laughs> to never shove anything up your ass that doesn't have a handle. Yeah. Like a ski pole. That will... <laughs> Tie a piece of twine around it. <laughs> a ski pole. You have to get over that the big thing yeah. on, on the end and then just like Once you get past that, it's smooth sailing. Very easy. You <laughs> <laughs> will never not be able to pull that out of your ass. This is life advice, folks. Life it's advice. life hacks. Ass hacks. You ever get a fish hook in your hand? Like... You ever get a fish hook in your body? Not, no, <laughs> I got a fish hook in my thumb once, oh. and someone had said this is when I was a kid, and I'd always heard that you, if you push it through, you can oh. cut the barb and then pull it out. But I was too scared, yeah. So I had to go to the emergency room, and that's exactly what they did: two shots of Novocaine, and then, yeah. But it was weird. I watched him do it. He just poked it through, and there was yeah. a piece of worm on it. Man, you wouldn't want to get that shoved up your ass. No, that's gonna hurt on the fish way hook. Out. Hell yeah! Ooh. Well, barbless. Well, 
Somebody could reel you in, though. You might like that. Yeah, right. Uh, be a big right here. Hey, sailor. Come on over here. <laughs> Got the whoa, big fish today. Yeah, whoa. I've been out here at sea a long time. I got a fighter. Mm. <laughs> Old Spanish lady. <laughs> You're going to need a bigger toilet. <laughs> My only question is, you got any drink? <laughs> like a dog's do eye. Any, I'll do anything for a drink. Oh, I got the hiccups. What the hiccups are just, they're almost like being possessed by the devil. Because there's nothing, you just like, it's some other entity takes over your body. Well, at least you got them now. I'm not on the radio. Oh, I care about the audience now. Yeah, fuck these do. people. I'm just saying. George, scare him. Ah! That did it. <laughs> <laughs> I usually drink a carbonated beverage and burp, and then they go away. Uh, you you th- also, the thing uh, that always worked for me back in the old days was uh, mustard for some reason. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hot mustard, Goldens. Kevin Kenny, I've seen him do a thing that. with a drinking water like this, where you keep this down some way, and that that works. Huh. Works for him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Such an impression of Kevin yeah. Kenny with the hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that Milwaukee twang. <laughs> I've got to talk to him because his freaking CD that he gave us uh, got. I actually have a CD player still in my car, and it got stuck. That's it's not his fault. fault. He it's, didn't it's, it's not I played that CD quite often. It works perfectly fine in my home. No, no, that that freaking CD got stuck in my car. It's I think Kevin, he put a trap uh, on I'll it. I'll call the people for you, Jared. <laughs> we got a deal on the extra large CD. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a stack of CDs and DVDs unopened because I have uh, nothing to play either of them on. Oh, I've gone. I'm. I've, I've got the CD player now. I'm going more for physical media. Before they tell us, you that go we can't. back and forth all the time on that. You went well, all I dish- won't know the, the the stuff that I want, like the Beatles, the Who, the, the Rolling Stones, uh, the stuff that I like. Young Gravy. I'll go Young Gravy. Exactly. I'll go for all of the uh, you know, like one good, like the Rolling Stones have one box set. Excuse me, of uh, <laughs> like all of their albums, but you can get them on CD. Mm-hmm. And then you have everything, and they you know they do the thing where they each have their original, you know. <laughs> Their original uh, album covers and stuff. So I just have everything. I'm not, vinyl is too much. And quite fr- frankly, I think that. Well, Foster Brooks over here. I, well, from the same area. Uh, I think CDs sound better than vinyl. Because yeah. vinyl, you got to put up with the pops and the scratches and the. That gives it humanity. Is that, does it? I like that. And sometimes it'll skip at the same place, and then for the rest of your life, oh, yeah. that's how you oh, hear I the have song. that. songs like that in <laughs> yeah, the head, too. Yeah. Frank Sinatra LP. Mary Croup, Mary Croup, Mary Croup. I've got a Foo Fighters song that does the chorus twice. I hope it's not the best. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ba- the best one is the uh, albums from the 60s and some albums from the 70s. I don't even know how this happens. There's an, of- there's an official term for it. <laughs> but like, uh, like Rubber Soul, the Beatles mm-hmm. Rubber Soul, the one that I had, the pressing that I had. Back before we talked about things like pressings, you know, you just bought records. Yeah. But uh, it was, it's like you would hear, it's almost like a, I think it's called a pre echo. You would hear oh, the faint uh, part yes. of the song a before a, a preco. Uh, you'd hear, like, literally, it's the weirdest thing. You would hear a little bit of the song faintly before the song started in the in, in between groups. That's on eight tracks, too. Like, what, how, what is it? Like, well, how can it know the future? Oh, it's the how end. does it, how does it, how does it sus this thing? I'm going to guess that there's a delay in the recording when they mass produce it, maybe. And so you the, the machine hears the beginning of it, and then it stops and 
But uh, this is not CD. This is album. I know, but I'm saying right. mass producing of LPs and eight tracks and stuff like that. Because the Meatloaf eight track we had it did that. I remember on uh, it was two out of three ain't bad. You heard the guitar. Uh, I love it on eight track. Two out of <laughs> no, it was Paradise by the Dead. Three, yeah, ain't bad. And I remember everything. <laughs> and here he comes around the corner. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played an eight track in my life. Why would That's you? That's good. You Why would you bother? It was a dead technology. It was actually dead on arrival. It was actually a uh, a better quality. Uh, sound, but you couldn't put a whole rec- in the literally in the middle of songs. It would change tracks, really, which is just bizarre. Yeah, it would just change tracks. I don't know why they couldn't figure it out to where it would happen in between a song. We had a Charlie Rich eight track, and it happens. So there's four <laughs> tracks, so it happens three times. Yeah, right. And, and it would stop in the middle. Of, hey, have you happened to see <laughs> beautiful girl? <laughs> Would it really make so? Was that yeah, it would yeah, fade you out? Hear, you could no, mine didn't. Fa- I don't remember fade outs. Mine did. They would fade out real quick, and then you'd hear the chunk, and then the song would start up again. Wow. See, like, so I remember the transition from cassette tapes into CDs. That that yeah. that, that was definitely in my lifetime. Like my first. I never I, got into buying cassettes, like albums on cassettes. Maybe one or, one or two. Uh, cassettes were great to make mixtapes. Yes, for sure. Um, uh, but I was basically the CD for me. The CD came in and wiped away vinyl because I never really thought of it. It's just something about buying a cassette. They always felt like a little chintzy. They were chintzy. Piece of crap. Yeah, you know. And it was always. I, I remember like listening to radio and like when they would tease, "Hey, coming up, we're going to play so and so song." Oh yeah, like you have that. your fingers on the. Oh yeah, and I'd be yeah. ready. To, I'd be ready to go to record it. What and was grab the it song? We, oh, there was tons of them. I have tons uh, okay, of mixtapes so that way. Let's see. He's uh, Taylor Dane. He's not oh, doing it. 100%. No, no, he's, that's about the time he's born. Mm. So he's, he's, this has got to be like 97, 98. He's yeah, like so seven this, or so eight this years old. Like, this would have been like in the pop categories. I'm this a bitch. Been. I'm a lover. Yeah. I'm a child. I'm a so man. Like, Stan. Bleak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that part in the Please middle? Please don't call <laughs> it. No, no, no. no. He's Stan. <laughs> it would have been like Blink one eighty two, Backstreet Boys. Wow, well, uh, in sync. Let's see. Oh, wow, meet Eddie. Let's see. You were else? into the dance boy bands? Uh, Nirvana for sure. I remember. That's another dance those boy up. band. No, yeah. Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I can say now. I can admit it. They did too many. That, that guy did. I think we can say it now. That guy did too many drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't want to go out on a limb. I here. think it's a little too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. I wasn't joking. I'm just saying. You know, cautionary tale. Yeah. That's I mean, all. Hey, wait. There's a video of him walking down the red carpet and somebody's screaming, how do you like having a kid? And he goes, vodka, I love vodka. (laughs) (laughs) He just misheard him. I I wonder about that album, so celebrated at the time. Which one? The, the, what most most people consider the first, their first big one, Um, uh, Nevermind, Mm -hmm. with the baby and the dollar bill. But how is it really like? Is it controversial? Cons- is by it considered? Yeah, well, it is kind of. I get it. Why it's controversial, but is it considered still a great, great? It doesn't seem like the groundbreaking seem, grunge came in and just wiped everything away. But it didn't. I don't think it had much of a of, of, a, of an effect. It's been thirty years now. And they had more punk than grunge in them, which is why I I, I know what you're trying to say. But I'm just saying people don't talk about that album no. still. Like, oh, it's a drop dead classic. I haven't heard it in a while i remember liking it back then and thinking it was a good album and a solid album beginning to end but it's not really that grunge movement 
was the last movement really that happened in rock and roll. Really, if you think about it, like punk, things like that. The what grunge, would you call the uh, My Chemical Romance and emo? Oh, there was that emo stuff. That was emo. Okay. I don't know. That was the dying embers. I yeah. mean, rock and roll basically died around 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. Like the last band I remember like coming through the old fashioned way and becoming stars would be like the Strokes or something like yeah. that. Or the Killers. Yeah. You know, and then after that, that seemed like those kind of bands went away. Well, it's toxic. <gasps> Masculinity. What the killers? I think that no. I think there's a reason you don't hear rock music on the radio anymore. Yeah, people like hip hop, toxic masculinity. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. be, it's all about what's marketed, and it's not marketed. Well, you anymore. have like Paramore. Come on, Paramore. That's not that? rock music. It's Wait, a woman hold screaming. on a second. Hold on a second. You don't think that there's a top male toxicity in rap? At you know all no. this other stuff? No. no, of course not. No, no. I mean, I do, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just play. I add them. Yeah, yeah, I just play the songs. Yeah, bitch, this, suck this, and that. Okay, okay, all right. Hey, shared experiences. (laughs) It's weird, like at a pool party. Like, how is that okay? It's like blaring, you know, bitch, suck this. It's like doesn't seem like the summer vibe. Hey, you know what? The kids playing and their sounds of joy drowns out all of the cussing. I think to answer your question, sorry, but I think that. The, the Nirvana album came at a time when it was like, okay, we're done with the hair metal now. Right. No, it we're going to do out. this. No, it pushed it out. But um, I feel like there are some hair metal albums that are that have had more legs as far as people. Yeah, people Hysteria, still referring Def to Leopard. it as you know. I don't know. I just you would think that Nevermind. I would expect that Nevermind would get the Sergeant Pepper's treatment almost. Yeah, because it it's the album that ha- heralded all of that, and what all that was was just pushed. Everything that was in rock and roll off the table, and everything was that sound for what five years? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Excuse me. Yeah, then Stone. Te- Every, like, there were weaker versions of it. Stone Temple Pilots, and then you had Creed. Creed. Hey, Creed's making a comeback, and so no, is they're back too. No, they're not. All right. First of all, the lead singer's insane. It's hard to make much of a co- of a come come <laughs> come a chameleon when you're <laughs> stained. They were the worst. You see, I think oh, he showed. God. You see the uh, well. There's always shine down. <laughs> Um, no, they're nice. Oh, you're talking about my was stained, the, the was stained. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my I think by the time, by the time it gets to what we refer to as ur bands, like Girl. it's not, I don't consider that grunge. It may have been falling It was post grunge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to Nevermind. I can't, I don't know that it's an album that stands. I, I think assume it does. Ten is a better album by Pearl Jam. Never liked Pearl Jam. I what? like that. Ten. Never, never liked Pearl Jam. I just, they just never reached out. Even bro. Yeah, yeah, I just thanks. Thank you for that. Oh, that band <laughs> on a ceiling. Now I really on hate them. <laughs> then they had that thing that sparked off all the school shootings. But that that wouldn't go. They did. Day. Remember that video, Jeremy spoken. Oh yeah, Remember yeah, the yeah. Video, the kids like shooting everybody else in his class. The song's so anti that. Eddie Vedder. I'm not saying, but he's like, there'll be spoken I didn't like looking at him. He always looked maniacal. Yeah, his eyes would roll up in his head. Can't take that. that beak lip. Oh, too much. Too much emotion. Be a little separated from it. Like, I know Mick Jagger's looking out there going, I'm better than you. Yeah. You know? Be separated. Don't try to. I think Eddie Vedder thinks he's better than you. Yeah, but he's trying to convince you that like he's like some homeless bum who just straggled on the stage. Right. Like you got here in a limo. Get the fuck out of here. This song is torturing me. Not as <laughs> much as me. Huh? 
trying to do the Spitzatora. Crayon Fine. Cool without I love that song. Yeah, it's no, they song. have some good songs. Vitology, that album is great. They yeah. have some good songs. I'm not I'm not talking about I'm saying that I like them. them better than Nirvana. I would say I like Nirvana better. But uh Poser. Well, it was easier. <laughs> it was it was easier to get to the catalog. <laughs> there weren't many yeah, albums. There's only three. It's like what you and I were talking about your big Frank Zappa fans. Too much for me. I can't. It's like Prince. You put out too much shit. Like where do you start? They're still releasing like stuff from that vault too. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I remember Prince at one point in the early '90s. He put out Diamonds and Pearls, which I love that album. And then he put out another one, like six months later. And then he put out a double album. Then he put out, it's like, and I, in the midst of, I remember he was putting out so much music in the late '80s or something that I totally missed the song "Kiss" until years later. I, I was just I was like, Prince, it's too much. I can't keep up with you. I just, I just got used to this album. Now you put out a double album. I think he put out a triple album at one he point. He did. Sign of the Times, right? No, nah, I don't know. That was triple. But uh, Taylor Swift is starting to have that kind of impact now, where she releases so many albums in a year now that it's like, okay, yeah, it's well, hard to she's keep releasing up. old albums and new albums. True, true. I have them all, but I haven't gotten. Of course, you do on vinyl them, because yeah. you're a Swifty. Yeah. I'm or a creep. I don't know. One of the two. Both. You decide. You're a it's winner. Up to, it's up to her, I think. Yeah. Really. She decides. I grabbed her ass at a promotions meeting once. No. You that, did but not. But a DJ did do that to her. What the hell are you oh, doing Oh, it was here? that guy that uh, was that um, Nashville, that country. Yeah, hey, I can famous. do whatever I want. Yeah, he, he landed, though. He got uh, Biloxi Radio. Sweet. Oh, yeah, listen. Gamble. They can go gamble on those <laughs> riverboats. Enjoy yourself. Remember me? Uh, grope Taylor yeah. Swift. That was, boy, it seemed like a good idea at the time. I groped Taylor right. Hicks. Who wants to do some trivia? <laughs> <laughs> the elephant's graveyard of DJs. Yeah. By the way. Trivia. Trivia night at your local whatever. Biloxi is uh, market number 143. So, so he landed well. He did yeah, all right. fine. 143. Well, why do you look down on that? You're I such didn't. a snob. I didn't. I was, I was commending him for landing. very good uh, talent in Biloxi. They just didn't want to come to the big city. That's right. Is there a problem with that? It's also Biloxi golf port, too, so you don't want to forget you know what? golf port. If you walked into my emergency room, I'd leave it in your ass. <laughs> TTFM. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.